0: The test of
1: a man is how much he will bear for a cause which he knows to be right. How long will he stand in the depths of despair? How much will he suffer and fight? There are many to serve when the victory is near, and few are the hurts to be borne. But it calls for a leader of courage to cheer the men in a battle for all. It is the way you hold out against odds that are great, that proves what your courage is worth. It is the way that you stand to the bruises of fate, that shows up your stature and girth. And victory is nothing but proof of your skill, veneered with a glory that's thin. Unless it is a proof of unfaltering will, and unless you have suffered to win.
2: Explain those Badlands. That's a hell of a name. This is a big deal. The whole world is watching. They've only got 17 seconds to figure this whole thing out, right? I was there 17 times in Washington, D.C. And then you see the pollsters are saying that could have made a 17-point difference. They said I was down 17 points. And pollsters say that we would have brought an additional 17 points to our already record-setting election. And we had more than 17,000 new factories opened up. Introduced for the
3: first time ever anywhere, the 45th president of the United States of America, Donald J. Trump. There's something here.
2: We, the citizens of America, are exactly now joined weird. in a great national effort to rebuild our, our country and restore its promise it for all of our away. people. Today's ceremony, however, has very special meaning because today we are not merely transferring power from one administration to another or from one party to another, but we are transferring power from Washington, D.C. and giving it back to you, the people.
4: What do you
2: think about that and what you have to say to people who are following this movement right now? Well, I don't know much about the movement other than I understand they like me very much. And we have an army as a, as a soldier and as a as a general, as a retired general. We have an army of digital soldiers.
0: comes. I cannot believe I'm getting this on film.
5: friends out there enjoyed that and welcome to episode number 102 of eye of the storm it is february twenty seventh, 2024 and without any further ado let me bring in my fellow host and the one and only stormy patriot joe how you doing this evening my friend
6: man the vibe has been absolutely on fire the last few days i don't know about you but i kind of feel like this this rise and an ascension or something's going on
5: it feels good man it feels good you know before uh before we really get to it, first thing, First Order of Business is thanking everybody for joining us this evening, man. You guys are the best. Chat is already on fire. And before we carry on any further, I want to give a special hat tip to our friends Jason Norris and Keckmeister45, who put that video together that we opened the show with. Joe, you want to speak to how that video came about and speak about our friends a little bit?
6: Yeah, so when we did the um, 100th episode with all the memes, they put together a uh, a meme video to the uh, song "Writers on the Storm by the Doors. And I reached back out to them. There was another song that kind of spun off of that uh, for my youth uh, was this R- "Riding the Storm Out" by Ario Speedwagon. So I asked if they would like to do a collaboration, and and they said yes. So you know, I read I read the lyrics, and I thought there was some pretty cool things about you know the uh, floatus that we could mix in there, and about the full moon, and and riding the storm out with the travels of, of uh, Trump across this country, and and things that we just went through in Iowa and these different storms that he had to present through. And and just the whole, our eye of the storm show is, is really taking us through this uh, this storm, if you will. But really like the way it came out. The guys really uh, uh, worked really hard on it. We did a bunch of uh, kind of uh, redos on, on different parts and different ways to present it. And then, you know, finishing off with the show clips and everything at the end. And then, uh, you know, the calm before the storm video, I thought tied it all together it was pretty cool
5: absolutely agreed man i loved it um awesome way to open the show man awesome way to open the show and kind of build on the high vibe we've already got going so thank you so much gentlemen for the work you put into that video thank you so much for uh all, all the content you've thrown toward this show man you guys are the best uh so it's jason norris at jmn333 on true social and ultra keck meister 45 that's at keck meister 45 on true social make sure you give our friends a follow thank you guys again uh for the work for the love and for the support so carrying on man before we uh before we pull this agenda up and give a look for the evening what we got coming um as usual i want to thank you folks again for joining us and i want to be annoying and buggy folks to go in there and smash that like button for us you guys have been killing it and getting us into the top 10 on the leaderboard regularly so allow us to thank you guys so very very much for that and i want to thank you guys as well for supporting our advertising partners because as you know without them there is no us and well, without us, Joe would have sad face. And we don't we don't want to see Joe with sad face. That would be bad. So you guys hang with us for a minute. We're going to hear a couple words from a couple sponsors. And then we're going to dive right into the agenda for the evening and get in some Eye of the Storm. So hang with us, friends. We'll be right back.
3: Hello, I'm Mike Lindell. And I'm here to tell you about my new product from Pillow: Towels that actually work. Watch this absorbency test. Here's another towel that we randomly went out and bought. Here's one of my towels with a nice design. I don't know if you can see this, but you could line a swimming pool with this. Also, we have bath sheets, bath towels, washcloths, hand towels, and so much more. And the best part with your promo code, your entire order ships absolutely free. So go to mypillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use that promo code to get deep discounts on all my towels. And for a limited time, your order ships absolutely free.
7: Imagine a future where your body can restore, revive, and rejuvenate itself effortlessly. Frequency apps harness the power of specific frequencies to create patches that are changing the game. These patches are easy to use with no interactions and no side effects, making them highly convenient. Every set of frequencies is designed to enhance and naturally stimulate specific systems within your body. Once applied, these frequency apps emit targeted frequencies that communicate with your body, helping it awaken its natural responses without any side effects. With over 50 different frequency apps, each one is a masterpiece of subharmonic frequencies carefully embedded to perfection. Ready to take the leap into the future of homeopathy? This America First company is offering Badlands viewers up to 25% off when purchasing a monthly subscription. Visit badlandsmedia.tv forward slash patches and use code BADLANDS at checkout to enjoy an exclusive 5% discount or subscribe and save up to 25%. That's badlandsmedia.tv forward slash patches using promo code badlands.
5: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. And thanks again for joining us this evening. Joe, floor is yours, my friend. Give us that 40,000-foot view.
6: Yeah, we got Donald Trump news pretty much live, uh, live still rolling in from Michigan. Other times, uh, General Flynn notes, Musk, uh, ladies out there in Arizona. Been looking forward for a special night for this memer of the week. I think we picked out a nice night. Uh, the Q proof is uh, one that kind of spun off of last week's uh, Q proof that I said that was the starting point And I would uh, get to some more proofs that tied into that one. So that's where that one is. Um, and then Abs has got an America first. Carrie Lake. Can't wait to see that. And what can you tell us about the, uh, the video at the end?
5: Well, the video at the end is uh, one I've not played in quite some time. It's my um, my patent video. Um, so we're going to give that a spin tonight. There's a little bit of a, a backstory and context that goes along with why I'm playing that tonight, but I'll get to that when we get there. Um, and, and America First tonight, I'm looking forward to that. Man found some fire carry Lake stuff, which was not very hard Hi. to do at all, mind you. Um, so, yeah, you know, we're uh, going to take a look at her tonight. We're going to look at drops 1186 through 1200 tonight. There's even a, a, a mini little Q, Q&A with Q uh, in tonight's review. So some pretty interesting oh, yeah. stuff in the review tonight, man. It's going to be a super interesting show. So I'm going to... Um, I'm going to shut up, and we're going to get to some news and comms, man. How do you feel about that?
6: Let's roll. Let's do it. So I'm I'm the left. Um, was uh, another Badlands show, and they were they were kind of talking through some things about about um, the voting that was happening in South Carolina with Trump. Let's let's go ahead and give that a play, and then we'll talk about uh, both of these graphics.
2: How, how does Trump know that he's going to get somewhere around four hundred and I guess four hundred ninety thousand votes, while the decision desk is still like saying this how this is how many precincts are reporting?
6: Yeah, I don't know. That that's crazy.
2: But, I mean, he's what really kind of information informed. do they have? Yeah,
6: <laughs> yeah. So this was uh, sent over to me from uh, at uh, Take the Soul Road there on Truth Social, and he um, was like, "How does Trump know he's going to get somewhere around 400, uh, 490,000 votes when the decision desk is still calculating things?" So I thought that was that was pretty curious, and uh, I think uh, at the Take <laughs> at Take the uh, Soul Road. Knows exactly what I think about that situation, and then over on the right, after everything was settled and said and done, how many how many uh, delegates does Trump have? One hundred and seven. How many does Nikki Haley have? Seventeen. I thought two seventeen staring me right in the face. What 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 do you think about that, Abs? You you think those are comms there?
5: Yeah, I think so, man. Um, I certainly don't think that's a coincidence. I, you know, I said pre-show, you know, my take on, on this isn't necessarily popular right now because a lot of folks are super skeptical about elections as well. They should be. I'm not saying you don't have a right to be skeptical of elections, but I kind of think um, I kind of think it's being shown to us that we do have control of elections and you're going to have way more to, to back that, that stands up as the show goes on tonight. Um, so that's kind of where I'm at with it, man. I think this was kind of a, a sign of that 107 delegates 17. I'm I'm kind of with you, man. I, I just see two
6: 17s, stare me smack in the face <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah and i i just posted it out there everything has uh, reason uh and and everything's been planned for it, down to the finest of details and that's that's basically paraphrasing some cute posts there but um so that's what, that's what i saw there and it seemed people seem to like it it's got uh, over 600,000 views on that on that post so uh people people uh, had a lot of uh things to say about it so i like that so I, I put this poll up on top here, right, right before the show started, just getting um, you know, what what traditionally is a more conservative state, Michigan or South Carolina here in the South? And and most people probably knew where I was going with this, is yes, down here in the South, South Carolina is 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 more of a traditional uh deep red state than up in Michigan, which is sometimes like a toss-up state. So you know, all we heard in the past ten days is how forty percent, forty percent. You know, uh, Trump has lost lost forty percent of his base. They went to uh, Nikki Haley. Okay, is that really what happened? Is that really what happened? Okay, well tonight, um, so he won. He still won in by by twenty points there, even with all the, all the uh, the Democrats really voting in that that election. Uh, he still won by twenty points. But how did he do in a in a of a, a more much more of a blue state? Well, he won by 40 points tonight, okay? So he doubled He doubled his, his, uh, his margin of victory. It went from 20 to 40 uh, on the spread, and she went supposedly from 40 down to in the 20s. Uh, it's, it's settling in around 28, 20 to 7. I saw it last time I saw it. it was around 27. Um, so, yeah, everybody who uh, went berserk, all the left-wing media and all these people on Twitter and, and everywhere else saying, Oh, 40%. Nikki's got 40%. No, she doesn't. No, she does it. Not even in a, in a blue, uh, you know, a purple state, if you will, uh, Michigan, uh, she does not. And that it never was. And if the, if these stats were totally clean, it would be more like 95 to five, to be honest. You know, when I put up polls and things like that, it comes back like 95 to five. So, um, you know, that's really where it is. And uh, it's certainly there certainly isn't 40 percent of uh, Republicans voting for Nikki Haley. That was never, ever, ever the case. Not even 40 percent of her own freaking family would vote for her.
5: (laughs) There was probably more like five percent. And then the other 35 percent was Democrats voting for like it's 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 just completely ass backwards. And you make a fantastic point with him winning. But but you said the update is nearly 40 points now in a. State that's not terribly conservative, especially of late. It's it's interesting to make note of these things.
6: Ooh. So the the biggest news we've had probably in a, in, a, in a hot minute is uh Lord Jacob Rothschild checked out at eighty seven years old. Whoops, whoopsie. And you know if you if you haven't read through the early Q drops, Q one ninety six, um, November twenty second, twenty seventeen. Q had put up this picture of the Rothschild family and, and Q went on to say at one point that this picture really wasn't supposed to be released to the public and it got out. And if you ever seen the movie eyes wide shut, where they have this weird um, kind of like ritual party and and things of that nature. And people are dressed up with these headdresses. Supposedly they based some of that movie on what these, these sickos do in real life, these Rothschild parties. Um, So Q asked who's covered in gold. Well, these Rothschilds and their uh, outfits and different things that they do are known to be, uh, you know, have, have the gold on them. It goes back to ancient times for the different reasons. You know, Abs will probably do one of his deep dives on that whole topic at one point or another coming up in a future show. But I just thought it was curious that we had all that re when Trump released his gold plated sneakers five days earlier. and And how many left heads exploded when Trump put up those those sneakers. So I kind of thought maybe that was, that was the sign of, you know, uh, the one, the one person that really Q honed in on, on the Q drops was, was, the was Lord Jacob Rothschild with, the with covered in gold. Trump happens to release these, uh, sneakers for 400 bucks that sold out in an instant. And, uh, and it was all the news for, for days on end. And then there's, there's Lord Jacob Rothschild checking out at 87. And then right on the heels of that, we had these uh, strange comms with the Pope as well. Uh, so in Q 1413, May 17th, 2018, um, Q was saying that, you know, the, the uh, symbolism with the owl is, is both of these things. You know, you've seen it on Epstein Island, you see it with the with the Rothschilds, and you see that Q is putting the, that the Pope is the guardian of this type of stuff. And um, so we had on the bottom right there, this this story in the Central Park Zoo owl dies, you know. Uh, so we had this weird story that was getting national news of a an owl dying, and then right above that, on the same day with with Jacob here, we have the uh, the the Pope canceling back to back audiences due. Oh, he's got a light flu. So you know why was I tying these things together? Well, on the next slide, we'll we'll show you why I was. So Q. In succession here, Q545, 546, 547. Q was tying all these things together. Um, so on the left, that's the Pope with the Rothschild family there. Then in the middle, on the on the middle, that's Soros on the left, and and uh Jacob there, who just checked out. And then the uh the final one is the Pope. You know, usually people come and kiss the Pope's hand, kiss the ring, whatever. But uh no, he's doing it to the uh to the Roth over there on the right. So Q and Succession had tied the Rothschilds and, and, and you know you've heard other people in other shows and this show talking about the Rothschild Pope. It's you know it's they're they're tied at the hip. So when those two stories broke at the same time with with Jacob checking out and the Pope having to cancel yet another uh back to back event that he's sick, I I think these things are are things to come uh and i just put them together on the next slide to just just show exactly what i'm talking about here so um you know q 545 in in the middle Q there is talking about lord uh jacob Rothschild, and then on the bottom there was the pope as well and these two stories all hit hit um yesterday so like i was saying about this crazy vibe that uh it went through i think the the whole MAGA movement or at least the q movement people were Pretty pumped up, I felt. Did you feel, abs? did you feel like this excitement going across when not when you got these kind of stories coming out?
5: Yeah, most definitely, man. It's been um, it's been a pretty whirlwind start to the year, that's for certain. It just seems to <clears throat> keep one-upping itself almost like every week there's something else that one-ups the week previous, man. This definitely seems like kind of sent a, a little bit of a jolt through the Anon
6: community, that's for sure. Yeah, and it hit, it hit the queue. I didn't put it up. It hit the queue that I had posted a couple of days ago that said, Big, big happenings with the Delta for the 26th, I believe. But I put it out like on the 24th saying, watch, you know, this will probably swing into play. And then here we are with, you know, one of the we're going to talk more about the family a little bit. But, you know, one of the leading players that you'd you'd asked, he'd be pretty high up there that if you're saying, okay, who do we want to unplug to uh, to to free the free our society and free the world? uh, Jacob Rothschild would, would be on the short list. Put it that way.
5: Hey, man, not many folks get to roll around poking the Prince of England in the chest, Prince at the time.
6: Yep. So, um, you know, for people that are newer to the Q movement, these early Qs, you know, I always say if, if you're if you're new to the Q movement, the first thing to do, just go read, read the first 150 or so Q drops. And and these uh, are 133, 135, 136. And so Q one thirty three. What I boxed off there is the Rothschilds in, and uh, Q refers to them with the two. I'll put I'll call them crosses, I guess. Uh, so it's it's the pyramid, and it was you know Soros is, gets one cross. He's worth one trillion. The, the Rothschilds uh, gets two two crosses, worth two trillion. The House of Saud gets three crosses, worth four trillion. And and, and Q explained that as as the sides of a pyramid but really kind of controlling uh much of everything <laughs> there was to the control but q said that you know before trump came in in like 2016 or so the house Assad was was um was in you know com- coming uh out of the deep state mold and that we were going to take care of the Rothschild and the Sorosis. and uh yesterday was a big big step in that direction with uh with jacob checking out 87 Oh, well, i forgot to mention both I believe both the Pope and uh, Jacob are both 87. Um, Okay. So Q135, look at all these banks, this whole list from there, from uh, Q135 through 136, all these, this whole pages are all these banks that were owned and controlled by the Rothschild family. And it's just through
5: the eyes.
6: (laughs) Painful, right? Like (laughs) it's mind blowing. So, yeah, Adams, why don't you chime in at all with, um, you know, any high level takes on the Rothschild family or I know I know you'll probably tee that up for a future uh, deep dive event on this show. But just for, you know, somebody who maybe may not know that who that is or or anything like that, what would you have to say to that person?
5: Yeah, I mean, the first thing was I was I was kind of joking, but yeah, the graphics Joe pulled for this particular slide only go through Iran like an NQ listed, you know, all the way through the alphabet of countries controlled by the Rothschild central bank, which is, um, you know, if you've been down the rabbit hole, almost at any length, you, you've come to realize real quick that they've, they've wrangled control and kept control through these, these federal reserves and central banking systems at the Rothschild ultimately own. And they're just sick, nasty, evil people, man. They've, um, pl- plenty of quotes. You're right. There's going to be a dig in an article at a future episode coming up on the Rothschilds. And, uh, the eyes wide shut thing that the reference there is very, very interesting because um, if you've seen the movie, the movie's about a couple of high rollers in high society in New York city that kind of plugged into this secret society. And they, they come to find out that these meetings and parties they have, they're basically orgies and you're, you're kind of coerced into doing things. And, um, <clears throat> the funny thing is after that movie was done with principal photography, and I believe it was in the middle of being edited, Stanley Kubrick died of a heart attack. And when the movie was finished and went back to the editing floor and a couple scenes were removed. Which there was a bunch of controversy over the over after the fact because the movie was basically a gigantic red pill on what these people do. It was a gigantic karma clearing predictive programming session. When it comes to Kubrick, I don't Kubrick. I don't know how much of it was karma clearing versus that dude was like f them. I'm going to disclose a bunch of stuff about them through my movies. Um, but with this and in particular the scene that was apparently cut had to do with a young girl being sacrificed. And then after the fact, like at one of these parties, she was sacrificed kind of in the middle of a room on an altar, like you see in, in a bunch of the pictures and and like you know um dramatizations of, of this kind of stuff um and she sacrificed and after the fact it's not shown but the inference is made that you know the, the necrophiliacs go to town and, and have fun with what remains of her and so the point of that being in the movie was because it was kind of building up like what what are these people all doing this for why why did, what's all this weirdness for and it ultimately is because they're worshiping satan and that's part of how they believe they got their powers by sacrificing somebody so if you cut that from the movie. It kind of leaves this big hole in the movie of well these are just a bunch of weird people that like to have a lot of sex and wear weird costumes and masks and that's not wasn't the point of the movie at all so apparently that's that's what was cut and there's never really been any kind of like solid proof or source of that but there were people involved with the movie that said yeah absolutely that shit got yeeted as soon as Stanley Kubrick died so. Um, then you got to think of cue saying heart attacks are deadly, right? And so it's going to make for a good dig. I can already feel it brewing given the mini rant I just yeah. went on about it. So, um, yeah, it's kind of a big deal. You know, it's it, – yeah, and we're well aware that the Rothschild sources, these people of the world aren't the ones really that have been pulling the strings. Those are kind of like the front face and the – you know, you got a whole bloodline families behind these folks. But the fact is, like for public-facing face, this dude was arguably the top of the pyramid. I, there are a couple on, on his level, but – I wasn't really joking when I said, I mean, I couldn't go up and poke the Prince of England in the chest. Could you, Joe? Like, yeah. you know, while sneering down at him, looking down your nose, like, come on, man, that says it all. He's, him him going out so publicly and hitting the, the cue board at that is pretty, pretty significant, man. It's a pretty significant sign for where we're headed, I think. And then you got to take into account, you know, Queen Elizabeth and Prince Philip. And um, we've had a few other at Kissinger. We've, we've had a few of these deep state, rats check out all in, in kind of pretty close succession man it's uh i don't know i I don't feel like it's a coincidence joe what about you
6: no and uh i've seen some timelines thrown around there where a bunch of those people that you mentioned all kind of were 17 months apart like four of them or so so that's pretty crazy uh you know i'm one that says on the show that we we're in full control and we even control uh when people exit and who's going to exit and the timelines are all on us and when i see that about four or five of these key players all were 17 months apart i think that's all the proof you need that i'm on the right track with that kind of stance
5: yeah i don't and i don't disagree man and that it would that that's a harder one to come around to but like when you start thinking of rbg and the way q was kind of poking at her exiting and then when you look at, at john mccain and that situation. Um, I absolutely 100% believe it's completely plausible that some of these people are, are long gone and kind of kept on ice until it serves the narrative. Like th- there was literally a news article the other day talking about celebrating Jimmy Carter, making it a year into hospice. And I'm like, yeah, who the hospice. F lives a year? Do you even know what hospice care is? I do not think that word means what you think it means. Like, it's just absurd. Yeah, it at up, the point.
6: average day was like 26 days, you know, yeah. for, 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 average,
5: it's insane. Palliative care means you're about to die. Like, I don't mean to be mm. crass about it, but dude, a year, right. come on. Like I'm just serving him. This
6: stuff. him with his power and everything, you know, he, he would, he would not be there, uh, end a life like that, you know?
5: No, not with what we understood, what, two or three years ago was terminal brain cancer. <laughs> All right, moving along.
6: So the other part of that was, was about the Pope. And, uh, so Q referenced uh, the Pope. Pope is going to have a terrible May. So we're uh, we're almost into March. These were written in April on April 3rd, 2018. These Q posts, Uh, those who back the Pope will be pushed into light. And, you know, stemming off of what we just talked about, some of those people that backed the Pope were were the Rothschilds and the Rothschild family and such like that. Um, And then here in the middle, you know, if the Satanists took over the Vatican, would you notice? And what Q is referencing there is is. This snake imagery like uh, Satan about the whole building itself. Uh, symbolism is their downfall. There's the word money. We just went through all the power and the banking. Uh, the bite that has no cure is the NSA. So we have it all. And what we're witnessing between um, a bunch of the players that Abs just mentioned is the is the systematic destruction of this whole old guard network and that's really where i believe we're really we're, where we are and what we're going to see here coming in april and to may is is more players uh exiting the the chess
5: i think so as well man well said
6: i'll let you roll with this this was a hilarious story that again was just <laughs> i was just bouncing <laughs> off my vibe i'm seeing uh major players checking out and then i'm seeing the Q team trolling with this whole fanny situation. So what, what you see here, Abs?
5: Oh, man, this is fantastic. So if you watched Badlands Daily this morning, and as many folks know, I do Tuesday mornings with uh, CanCon on Badlands Daily. So Badlands Daily this morning, we're, we're going through the, the stories and we come across this one. And If you were watching, you heard me audibly laugh like as he popped this story up on screen <clears throat> And I quickly muted myself because I could not get my shit together quick enough to be quiet so that he could read the damn story. Um, <clears throat> at the same time, I'm like, I've got to screen cap this and drop it in the Q group because this is this is insane. So you mean to tell me that the fellow that the Biden administration planted in Fannie Willis's office to target President Trump shares the same last name, albeit with different spelling of DeSantis? <laughs> really? What makes a great movie, man? Like, I'm just saying, like, and I'm, I know, I didn't have a chance to dig today on, like, the, the spelling difference between the I and the E. I'm sure there's Trump tweets and truths that probably ping off of that all day long. But, like, come on, man. You can't make this shit up. Like, <laughs> I, I really don't know what else to say. Like, this is one of the bigger you're watching a damn movie proofs I've ever seen. Like, the dude sent into Fannie Willis's camp to bring down Donald Trump has the last name DeSantis all right man i go ahead joe i
6: (laughs) central casting man and then uh devin posted it with a little wink and a nod the truth will set you free and uh revdq fired that over for us to drop in there but that's hilarious just um just the things that we see um we we don't think that was an accident
5: yeah yeah that dog doesn't really hunt man doesn't really hunt
6: we mentioned some of these big players and in uh the the daily mail had this story uh rev shot the door to us the palace uh assures well-wishers that kate is doing well as uh william pulls out of the royal service for personal reasons the prince in a last-minute decision was not able to attend the memorial at windsor as cancer-stricken king charles arrives at uh clarence house so you know like we're saying we, uh we have the control over exits more to come there and then over on the right Abza, uh, is it is it normal uh 45 year olds just to drop what what happened over here on the right and and who is he
5: well this is this is fairly significant because it kind of goes right along with Rothschild dying as well right and most people may read the story on the right and be like neat Thomas Kingston died who the hell was Thomas Kingston well as it says there in the headline Thomas Kingston was the son-in-law of Prince and Princess Michael of Kent so who's Prince Michael of Kent, Prince Michael of Kent happens to be one of the highest ranking Freemasons in the world. And you can easily go. I was working on pulling up pictures, um, but I, I won't be able to get them pulled up and upload and everything before we get past this slide. But you can go over to Twitter, type in Michael of Kent Freemason and roll on over to photos and videos and see all kinds of photos of this dude in his Freemason garb. Like he's uh, he's the highest rank. He's 33rd. He's up there like he's one of those guys. So his son-in-law dying of mysterious causes at the age of 45 is just kind of like, hmm, you don't say. At the same time, Prince Charles has cancer. At the same time, Kate pulls out of a royal service for personal reasons. At the same time, Lord Lord Rothschild died. At the same time, there's all kind of weirdness going on with the horses and flags around the palace. I'm sure it's all a coincidence, though, dude. There's nothing to see here.
6: And the Pope missing two sessions in a row. So, yeah. because of
5: a because of a light flu. I don't know about you man. You either have the flu or you don't. Like I've never gotten the flu and been like, "Uh, ah, this is just a decent case of the flu." Like I, I don't I think a decent case of the flu is called a head cold, right? Like Yeah. I, I don't know man. Yeah. There's there's something right. afoot.
6: I I haven't missed this show having the flu a couple of times. I'll tell you that. All right. So uh Kim and uh Shannon put this little collaboration together. So on the upper left there we have Donald Trump, thank you, South Carolina law enforcement. We appreciate you all. And this was on the 24th. And uh, Kim Sachs noticed that was kind of a, a nod towards 3890, uh, which is a two-day Delta, uh, February 26, 2020, kind of same look and feels as, as the picture. Um, and then Kim also noticed that there's there's five um, on the on the left of Trump and there's five men on the right of Trump. And that was kind of maybe like she was saying, is that a five-five signal? And then Shannon noticed that uh on the 26th, Trump came and hit that uh five five uh, timestamp on his on his truth here. Such an honor to win the great st- uh, state of South Carolina by so much a record, thank you. So both of those um truths tie together and the Delta with uh with uh 3890 plus the uh the guys on either side of Trump. Equals to five five. So nice work putting this together, guys. So this one is uh, something I've been working on for a while, and uh, just if you've been listening to this show, I just been saying there's something going on with the whole State of the Union address, and where I obviously got that kind of feeling, it was from the cue board. So way back, q five five eight, January nineteenth, two thousand eighteen. Timing is everything the state of the union. So I don't think we've, you know, there were certain things that came out in one of these state of the unions that Q is referencing, but I think some of the bigger things is this one coming. So it's already been punted uh, to be like the latest state of the union in almost a hundred years. And Biden has come out here on the left here uh, that he's been saying that he he might drop an executive order either right before or during the state of the union about the whole uh, border problem. And, uh, you know, this this article is written about Speaker Johnson's responding to that uh, Biden's executive order news. So I found it pretty interesting that that smacked the uh, State of the Union queue and timing is everything. And then I was listening to um, uh, Kaylee, Kaylee uh, yesterday. And let's let's give that a play.
8: Just last week, we showed you live pictures of this massive migrant release in San Diego. Look at that. So if you're asking yourself, why now? Why does the President go to the border now? Just remember that timing is everything. The President's trip just so happens to be on the same day as former President Trump's scheduled border visit.
6: So she made a real point to stop and say, just remember Timing is everything. And it's talking about everything that you see here on the screen. It's talking about Biden headed to the border. Biden's talking about making a uh, an executive order about the border. He's talking about being either right in front of the State of the Union address or during the State of the Union address. Now we have both supposedly next Thursday, both Trump and, and Biden, or is it this Thursday? I'm not sure. Uh, both rushing to to be at the border the same day. So we'll, we'll have to just kind of see how that goes. But um, I think this was all connected for a reason. Obviously, say the union address, something to watch for, things leading up to it and during it. And I think Kaylee kind of gave us a wink and a nod that we're on the right track there as well.
5: So. When,
6: when, when, are they, when are they going? Is it in two days or is it next Thursday? I, I I can't remember.
5: I want to say it's next Thursday, man. I'll double check in a second. I think it's I'm pretty sure it's next Thursday.
6: OK, cool. So Rev saw these Daily Mail stories. Um, we got a bunch of 17s on the one on the left. So Biden announces a one point seven billion dollar uh, effort to uh, end hunger in the United States by 2030. Uh, with the White House saying 17 million households don't have enough food. So we're smacking a few 17s there. Nice catch. And then a little icon of the people on the left, a lot of people uh, that uh, are are quote-unquote Biden supporters are are fans of uh, Sean Diddler Combs. And uh, Diddler Combs was known to mostly mess with uh, women, underage women in his past. But now we have a uh, a sexual assault against the male uh, producer, so Sean Diddler Combs is, is now switching uh switching sides and having drug field orgies with male prostitutes and, and then they, um what's what's your take here on uh, this story there, Abs. I know uh I know uh, Sean Diddler Combs is a, a big hit in your household.
5: Yeah, um own literally none of his albums whatsoever. Um, you know, I think Quote, constant unsolicited touching of his anus, unquote, might be the most uncomfortable thing I've been subjected to in the last couple weeks online. But on a serious note, I saw a take from Liz Grokin on Twitter earlier today. <laughs> um, was Diddy working for Epstein and was Britney Epstein or was Britney Spears one of their their victims, one of their their, um, you know, employees, for lack of a better word? Um we all kind of joked about it at first, back in November when he was accused of something. We, I wouldn't say we joked about it, but we were just like, well, there's another one being accused. Like it's, it's exposure. But actually I think this dude, it may wind up going a hell of a lot deeper. Like I think he may end up unraveling some of the string, Uh, that's tied to Epstein you got to remember Diddy is is tied really closely to Jay-Z as well and Beyonce and these are you're starting to work up the ladder of these entertainment cretins that have Mm -hmm. been popping this symbolism and satanism on us for decades now it's it's not I God. it's it's such a broken record on the show it's I don't think it's a coincidence man we're seeing some stuff start to unravel the the cat has gotten the ball of yarn so to speak
6: yeah absolutely so good catches here Rev appreciate it man
5: Great job, brother. Appreciate you.
6: So, I was watching uh, Jesse Waters tonight, and he had this thing uh, that so well, he picked up on. with. Yep. Yep. What? Uh, and and let's let's just give the video a play. and We'll recap what uh, what he had to say, and then we'll we'll touch on the story on the right too. Listening carefully to what Jesse says about Biden, not only his appearance on late night, but his ice cream cone eating. Kinda gives you a little hint of what really is going on. Here you go.
9: Is on, and everybody starts clapping. Mm-hmm. Now I've seen people put their sunglasses on. I've never clapped. I've never laughed. What's so funny about a man putting his sunglasses on? And then he's asked if if you know what the difference between him and Donald Trump is, and he starts talking about all that he's accomplished and he can't name one single thing that he's accomplished. And then he's basically just lost his train of thought. So these are teed up for him, and he can't even deliver those lines. Now, the this ice cream, you know my rule about right. men eating soup in public. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's manly to go like that with a soup and you're blowing on it. It's just a, not a good look. I <laughs> the same thing for ice cream. You should save that for vacation. Mm. A grown man, especially the president, should not be licking ice cream mm. in public, especially while he's talking about life and death. <laughs> when a woman is dead in Georgia, when there's a ceasefire underway possibly in the Gaza Strip, it sends the wrong message, Greg. Mm. And I don't think anybody's scared of him. And it's almost like if, if you were running this operation behind the scenes, I would make him lick ice cream like that in public to make him look weak and stupid.
6: It's almost like if you were running this operation, this is exactly what you would do to make him look weak and stupid. And that, my friends, is exactly. <laughs> uh, you cut me off. <laughs> yeah, exactly what's been going on the last four freaking years. Perfect. And uh, I think uh, Jesse did a little drip, drip into uh, into the truth there. So you know, like I just quoted him: if we're, if, if you know the White Hats are running the operation, this is exactly what they would be doing. They would have this guy for four years, can't finish a sentence, fall down, trip over everything, his bike. Call his wife, his sister, uh, you know, have this coke headed son doing coke in the in the White House. You have all these things. But, you know, some people think, oh, it's just it's just it's just a natural progression. This is just an old guy. Bull crap. This is a white hat plan. that's an actor. And we've been showing it every single day now for four freaking years. And Jesse just pointed to it. Jesse's (laughs) like, well, if the White Hats were running an operation, this would be perfect. You'd have this old <laughs> guy can't finish sentences falling down everywhere and licking ice cream while he's talking about closing the border and, and this poor girl just got murdered and he's going to town on an ice cream cone like it's a it's a like a freaking I mean, kid's birthday party, which you wouldn't want him at a kid's birthday party either. He'd be on is, Mr. Sniff, Sniffigate. So,
5: the guy yeah. is known as being kind of a creepy old perv. So what's he come out and do? He talks about his vigorous sex life as an 81-year-old because I feel like I'm going to be repeating this a few more times than I do, because you just can't make this shit up. Or maybe nah. you can. I don't know. Maybe, maybe when that writer's strike happened a few years back, all all the really good ones went and ganged up with Trump and Mnuchin
6: and all them. <laughs> started writing this stuff. So a uh, backup one, if you could, it was just on the right rev shot this over that. Yeah. The Dems are really prepping for a change of batter here. And I, and I, I put these two things side by side, just, just to, just to show where, 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 at least my head is at my head is that is that we fully control what's going on there on the left. So if there is a change of batter, which Q gave us a heads up and Q, when Q gives us a heads up, it's because Q knows what's probably going to happen. So if there is a change of batter and we swap out Biden for Michelle or for HRC or for you name it, it's because that's what we wanted. OK, and and the whys and the hows and the where's, we don't know. OK, we're not on the Q team. But we do see the 40,000-foot view that we're in full control. That's the point.
5: I was looking at that picture of Michelle there, and I was like, she looks really, really familiar. I was like, ah, <laughs> I got it. Nailed it.
6: Yeah. Wow. Well, speaking of predators. I think I prefer the predator, to be honest yeah. with you. So on the screen there, you had two ped- predators. You had Biden and Michelle. All right. <laughs> but <Ba-dump>. I'm... <laughs> oh. I'll let you get this to read there. Absolute. So uh, Musk is hitting up about what he's seeing with this whole Gemini program. What 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 are one of these engineers putting there on the on the screen there? What's what's that person got?
5: Well, Elon Musk says Google Gemini is super racist and sexist. And underneath him, you see Christopher R. Rufo says Google Gemini has gone full candy. "Quote: Yes, white people should be should absolutely acknowledge their white privilege." Unquote. Cool. And underneath of that, you see some uh, some examples from Gemini. Um, And he asked the question, should white people acknowledge their white privilege? And Gemini replies and says, yes, white people should absolutely acknowledge their white privilege. Here's why. White privilege exists. It's a reality that white people benefit from unearned advantages in many aspects of life. Blah, 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 blah. (coughs) Then it goes on to dismantling systems. Once white people understand privilege, they can start actively working to dismantle systems that blah, blah, blah. How to acknowledge white privilege more, blah, blah, blah. So... (coughs) Elon just can, and I brought this up, uh, the other day as well on, I think it was culture change, but Elon is just for the last four or five days. If you haven't noticed has just been dumping fire and gasoline all over Google. Um, and, and it's, you know, the other day he put up a tweet, I'm sure you saw this one as well, Joe, where he was like, yeah, I bought this new windows computer and I had to create a windows account in order to get it to work. Otherwise it wouldn't even boot up. And somebody in his comments that he had replied to and liked said, uh, yeah, that means you have to give them permission for all their AI to get into your computer in order to use it. And so my first thought was like, yeah, I'm sure Elon went and bought a Windows computer. Like, I'm totally sure he bought a Windows-based computer. No, he was just <laughs> doing that to throw more fire on Google, given all the shit that's going on with Gemini at the moment. Like, um, yeah, it's it's pretty crazy. It's, uh, you know, you, you ask it to show you a Pope, and it's like, all the Popes were black. <laughs> it's like, yeah. wait a second. There's, Never been a black pope like ever <laughs> so it's like uh elon just i don't know man you can think of him what you want but again uh as you point out joe he's got 160 mil, 100, almost close to 170 million followers on twitter now and
6: 174 He's, you hit today you hit 174 right before the wow. show you hit 174 million
5: i think when we started the show he was around like 120 130 it's pretty crazy yeah but,
6: but it's falling apart you know the, yeah <laughs> if you listen to the msn it's like it, just whatever they say just take the direct opposite and you'll land yeah, in the truth the, the the viewership it, it is up 20 his account is personally growing um now they're they're doing things on there for um Jobs, job postings, they got a million jobs posted on there right now. So that's taking over. Um, And they're going to do more with video content and things uh, for, you know, spaces and different things for live shows and everything like that.
5: Most downloaded app on on either marketplace as well. Like their shares are going up. They're in the black. But tell me more about how Twitter is ruining itself and falling apart. (laughs) Yeah, right.
6: And then Musk uh, get this story that, that came out in the last couple of days that basically, to paraphrase it, is the army isn't able to uh, recruit very well right now, and they're they're down, they're down, their um, what they're what they're trying to fill. So the the U.S. Army is cutting; it's actually going to cut back five percent of their work, their uh, what they're trying to fill 20, 24,000 spots because uh, the recruitment is down. And so, you know, Musk says, you know, uh, morale and recruitment suffer when merit stops being what matters the most. Uh, so just uh, I, I think I connect again with this, with the, uh, the Flynn portion of the show. So just wanted to highlight that Musk is putting eyes on this and, and we'll, we'll touch more about, about it here deeper in the show. So um, I, I put this in the Musk's, Musk section because it lands on uh, Elon Musk as well. But this this came over as a kind of a collaboration with uh Kimberly A. Uh, she's at uh Kimberly RJ on Twitter in and, and truth, and then uh Greg Crispell uh, uh was on Twitter at uh C R I S P E L L 359 on Twitter, uh chimed in on this. So it starts over here with, with Nunez on Truth Social and he puts up picture test and he did this um Today, the 27th. And he happened to do it right at one o seven. So we had a nice little shiny 17 as a different highlight. And if you go into the Q board and you just put in for deltas, today's the 27th. And Q only posted three posts on the 20th, February 27th of any year. So they were all on the same day, uh, February 27th, 2019. And they simply say test 10, test 11, test 12. Okay. And then we have Elon Musk uh, posts uh, today as well, 322, static test fire. Um, And it it happens to hit the ending timestamp was in those Q posts as well, at least two out of three. But the Delta there with, um, with Nunez's Delta and the Q Delta all talking about tests. So from left to right, Nunez talking about a test. Q talking about a test, must talking about a test, all coordinating around the same timestamps. And then Nunez putting in a, a 17, seems to be some sort of deeper comms here. What it means quite yet, not quite sure. And then on the next screen, Abs had a, a another one that came through. Um, so on the left is what we just kind of went through, but I wanted it all on one page. So you can kind of see that it, there's a lot going on here with this the situation. But what you uh what you get from Doctor Russell McGregor here, abs on the lo- on the right?
5: Yeah, kind of fire over there, man. Um, that this particular post, anyway. I don't, um, I don't, I don't, I don't even follow him. Somebody sent this over to me, and I was like, wow, this is, whew, my goodness. Um, but exact five year delta. You see the Naval Surface Forces tweeting: USS San Diego launches NASA's Crew Module Test article during underway recovery test eleven. A rigid hole inflatable boat tows a crew module test article C1, uh, CM, uh, TA from the well deck of the USS San Diego LBD-22 during underway recovery test 11th, February 25th, 2024. You look down at the Q drop from February, or I'm sorry, that was on February 27th. You look at the Q drop from 227 and it says test 11. So kind of kind of bang on the money there, dude.
6: That was That was too good not to pass along. <laughs> especially when you see like all the way across so now we got you know um we got the, the san diego uh uh uss san diego hitting that that test 11 as well with with the, what they have going on there and then you got musk then you got cute and then you got nunez so something going on Let, let's see what happens right
5: cool as That's always fun. my friend let's most definitely i don't know why my, i was trying to unmute over here and it wasn't working uh yeah most definitely man it's um I mean, we there's stuff just hitting all over the board in the past couple of days. I mean, direct hits like that. That's just I'm sure it's a coincidence, though, man. Totally. <laughs>
6: so we're on to our uh, Arizona gal here on the left. Uh, Senator Deschamp is is first. It starts with this um, Jason Storm Chaser Nelson, and uh, you know, hey, uh, fired were all the experienced nurses who knew better not to take the experimental jab, and we replaced them with partially trained people who won't think for themselves or others. And then, um, you know, Shamp, if you don't know the backstory, she was uh, a a nurse and um, she's like, yes, and we were the ones that never worried about our job security when we fought for the protection of our patients. The culture has changed and not for the good. So Senator Shamp put her um, medical career on the line Instead of uh, you know taking taking this mindless jab, and she knew she was doing doing things right, and it, and it and it ended up to springboard her towards a political career to make sure that that type of shit never happens again. So things happen for a reason. And then over on the right, uh, she's reposting uh, a video from uh, Peter McAuliffe. Let's let's go ahead and give that a play.
5: They said, we're suing the FDA. The FDA said during the heat of the pandemic that Ivermectin is only horse paste. Mm-hmm. So they sued him. They said, you can't mislead the country like this. Ivermectin is a human drug. We found it useful in COVID. It's a community standard of care. And when it came down to it, the attorney for the FDA, was a woman, she said, FDA never said doctors couldn't use Ivermectin. Oh, really? I mean, doctors lost their licenses over this and what have you?
6: Yeah, it's always like revisionist history, you know? Um, now we got Biden, Biden, we got tapes of Biden saying you'll never get COVID if you take these vaccines. And uh now this well, we never called it horse pace. Nobody ever said that. Yeah, go ahead and type in horse pace on Twitter and see how many people and, and people from the medical community were were talking down and 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 uh unable to prescribe it and things like that. You you know a little bit about this stuff right here. Uh abs trying to get ivermectin and what that went was like.
5: Yeah, most definitely, especially during COVID. I mean, it's it's far easier now with places like EZRX and there are other places you can go to find ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine. Um, but that time during COVID, I mean, it was it was hard. It was really hard. It you know I was sick for ages before I was finally able to get with at the time America frontline doctors and able to get some ivermectin and what have you. And now I I try to keep the stuff on hand, man. I you know I was pretty sick like a month ago, and oh man, it was combination of ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine and my vitamins and staying hydrated that kind of knocked it out of the park in like a day or two it's i mean it's clear why they attack the stuff and why they don't don't want it out there because it gets you better way quicker and also there's all kinds of studies that show that ivermectin when combined with fembenazole and other stuff on a daily regimen can can successfully fight cancer as well so that's probably the biggest reason they they resorted to calling it horse pace like shit if we let this this genie out of the bottle and people start realizing that these things will kill cancer Our cat our major cash cow is gone. But I think that day is coming, man. I think that day is coming. I really do. And uh, Dr. Peter McCullough has been a straight up warrior in the COVID vaccine. Um, You know, basically personal autonomy over your body and your, your health freedom. Um, He's, I got nothing negative to say about the dude in that regard, man.
6: So, so there on the right, there's a, a, coming up on March 15th at 0900 hours. Uh, Arizona State Center, uh, Senate has got a Noble Coronavirus Southwestern International Governmental Committee. So NCSIC, where have I heard those letters before? I can't remember. Um, meeting to, that's gonna focus on all this. So there's the link to it and you'll be able to tune in and watch the discussion and I'm sure we'll, we'll cover it here on Eye of the Storm as well. So Kerry Lake, so um, got a high level take here. ABS has got her down as as um, America America first of, of, of the week. So um, what I have here is that she got a nice endorsement. J.D. Vance, uh, Senator Vance, gave her an endorsement. And then she put a, um, a common sense take out there, which the words common sense is woven into the cue drops. Not sure if that's uh, a coincidence or not. But Trump's been saying it on his rallies that, you know, he's he's not a conservative party or Republican party. He's the common sense guy uh but it's also uh deeply into the cues but you know for republicans and independents and even democrats found memory of the party run back to the ideals of the 60s how extreme it is to support and strengthen uh and secure the border yeah it's real crazy stuff right keep dangerous people and products from flowing into the country is that extreme how ideal would uh it be in the united states for to be energy independent among us, who doesn't want to see uh, homeless populations in housing, uh, free of addiction, treated for their mental health issues? Who among us don't want to see nine hundred billion dollars spent on Americans and instead uh, on elementary schools and education, and, and score achievement levels should be much higher? Uh, drug poisonings, the problem historically high levels, cannot be uh, addressed and reversed. You don't think it could if we uh, put our put our mind and money instead of shipping it all over the world? Uh, among us who doesn't think our deficits in government and spending priorities are keeping us on the track of economic prosperity and financial health. So, yeah, common sense, conservative. Love it. Love the uh, bullet points. And I'm sure she is going to uh, win that Senate seat.
5: Agreed, man. Love it. Love it. Can't wait to get to Carrie Lake on America first tonight as well. And also you um you had slipped up and said Democrats back there. You had it right when you said dumb-o-crats. So that So I thought that was fine. That was one of the best like verbal typos in history.
6: You don't think it was on purpose? I don't know. Um, if so, not, it
5: should be moving forward.
6: So General Flynn uh, retweeted this story over here. So, you know, uh, basically flowing through the border is, is people from all over the place. And uh, Flynn is pointing out that, you know, if you took... If you took the equivalent of seven U.S. armies, that's how many Chinese nationals we have uh, that have come rushing over this border. Uh, so you know, just a little little thing that you know Musk is hitting about this story that we don't have enough people in the in the uh, in the armed forces forces that we want, and then we have General Flynn talking about you know, hey, if you think about it, we have these people coming over as Chinese nationals. The amount of people that are coming over. And if you think about it on a broader basis across all uh, backgrounds, who's coming? Military aged men is, is what's coming over. So I just I just think there might be something a little deeper here. I'm not sure. But Flynn happens to point out that you could fill seven seven uh, army divisions with some uh, some of these military age men that are coming over the border. We'll have to see if that uh, has further meaning in the future, just noting it
5: yeah definitely man the caption on the picture says biden fiddles while china invades no 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 my dudes you misspelled diddles that, that's a d not an f
6: <laughs> so uh, greta who uh who greta van Sestren, who's uh you know kind of in that that msn brainwashed deep state crowd but happens to put a nice little circle around this story um uh, about you know this this immigrant who uh unfortunately brutalized and murdered, murdered uh, th- this young lady. And um, kind of looks like she drew, drew a cue over there. Not sure if that was on purpose or what, but pretty interesting that Flynn chose this particular uh, post to retweet the story about. And um, Ab, do you want to give what General Flynn had to say about this or read? Yeah, let's do it, man.
5: Uh, He says, quote, find themselves, unquote. This is outrageous. When are we going to realize the invasion of America will destroy the very fabric and foundation of our country, never mind unnecessarily killing and maiming precious lives? This is not about racism, which the losers in the mainstream media will spout off about to them. It's about changing the very culture of our society by bringing in millions and millions of illegals many criminals among them. And the woke corporatocracy of America, with their foolishness of DEI and imposition of CRT, believing these anti-American programs will, quote, fundamentally change, unquote, us for the better, are dangerously wishful thinking. This has to end, and God God willing, it will end this November. But count on this administration coming up with all sorts of evil tricks to avoid losing power, something they're addicted to. Then he tagged Elon Musk, Vivek Ramaswamy, and Tucker Carlson
6: interesting interesting cool yeah uh rev and kim and and Shannon and and yourself had had noticed that seemed to be like this this circular motion over here or why why uh flynn chose to pick that one who knows but uh just just kind of pointing that out
5: yeah kind of crazy i'm not um i'm not even gonna think she did that on purpose but i'm sure he could have found another area to pull that that source from to talk about this particular issue so it's interesting that the one he found and and chose to retweet had a cue on it that's that's pretty dasting i would say that that brings us around to the cue proof man which is um pretty pretty slammer tonight so let's go ahead and get to it my friends here comes the weekly cue proof
6: Okay, so on the last Q proof that I that I did last Tuesday, it was about chat logs. And, and Q just mentioning chat logs caused a major outage uh, across the country in, in the gaming councils. And they were trying to, like Q was saying, that they went down so they tried to scrub them because we were putting eyes on the fact that we know the deep state is using these chat logs to talk. But of course, Q already had everything anyway, so nothing is ever really deleted. But Q gave us an example of um, uh, a chat log in a game, so it's Papatine's Revenge, and, you know, there's these different communications, and the one here on the bottom left that I put this giant arrow, it just says, you know, he really has, Huck, uh, didn't A-E-W-P mention when we gave him the tape? Okay, so that was kind of like the key sentence that, that ends up being uh, something that Q later later shows us. But this Q was April 29th, 2020, Q4005 uh, spinning off of last week's Q proof about that we had the game chats, and here they are. So let's let's see what happens with this game chat next chat. So the Q uh, later links in May, May 10th, 2020, uh, our friend Technofog, if you're not following him on on uh, on Twitter or or Truth Social or he even has a Telegram account, give him a shout. He's a uh, he's uh, great at, at getting things out. But uh, Q hit him several times throughout the the Q board. And This is one of them. So it's talking about the Intel with uh, Flynn and, and these other players here, and and you can see the reporter's name is uh, Adam. So let's let's go to the next slide and see what announced dug out of this report. Because Flynn said, hey, check out that report. What do you see? Oh, so this guy, Adam Entius, worked for the Washington Post. In that line that I had the big giant arrow, you could see right there, uh, A-E-W-P. So the deep state was talking back and forth in code, abbreviating it for his first name, last name, initials, and the Washington Post. So... On the next slide, Q's like, "How did how did this happen?" On the next slide, let's uh, let's take a look how it all comes together. So, Q was like, "So you take you take the information that was provided to you before it became uh, uh, public knowledge, and now that it's public knowledge, you're able to connect the dots that I had given to you, uh, proof that the game chat log discussion was legitimate." This was sourced from closed door testimony and transcripts. So this is a major freaking Q proof. Q gave us the chat logs that ended up to be later in uh, disclosure documents. That's what Technofog was was breaking down in a big giant Twitter thread. Uh, so amazing job from Anons and Q comes back and says, yep, you're on it. Proof, game proof, boom.
5: <laughs> it's hella interesting. We played a Peter McCullough video on the show and discussed COVID vaccines and the chat got lit up with vaccine bots. That's pretty interesting. I've been uh, uh, pew, that pew, time. pew, 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 pew. Yeah. It, it was that yeah. time of evening. So it's good stuff. Um, <clears throat> So coming up next, we got the Meme of the Week friends. But before we get to that, I want to take a moment to thank all of you for joining us tonight. We've got over 9,000 watching live. I want to remind you folks and ask you folks to please go down there and smash that like button for us. As it is the biggest metric that Rumble uses uh, to rank shows, get them on the leaderboard. And you guys have had us in the top ten um, basically for almost the last couple months. At this point, we thank you guys so very, very much for that. Uh, before I get to a couple words from sponsors, I want to hit the rants we have real quick. And starting us off tonight, we got Foxy1949 saying, "I know we are winning, just hate the haters. I feel the same." And <laughs> I'm actually working on, a, on an article about black pills and black pillars right now. But anybody who knows me knows the black pillars are like my least, like favorite kind of person at the moment i was going to go a little further with that but i decided to be nice um then we got sepswan 86 saying hey absolute do you think you can do christy gnome for america first sometime her state is awesome it seems to be a pretty diehard supporter of trump i i've me and joe have kicked around that idea before i think she may have to get uh get in there in America first sooner than later. Thank you, friend. Uh, we got at Lil shit MPLS on a uh, Badlands boost. Your Tuesday and Friday shows are a must for me. I may not be able to watch them live every time, but I make sure to give you a thumbs up to boost you up on the leaderboard. I appreciate you doing the cue digging and interpreting to keep us hopeful. You are more than welcome, my friend. And thank you for taking the time out for such kind words. Uh, And Brad, he says voting tonight. My hubby was ordered to remove his Trump 2024 cap by the precinct. He told her I'm a U.S. Marine Corps vet. You just went against the Constitution of the U.S. for which I signed an oath to uphold. Amen, my friend. Thank you both for voting and tell hubby thank you for his service to this fine country. Thank you guys as well for your support of this show. Anthony 1717 says DWAC is merging with TMTG, Trump's company, call Alliance Advisors at 877-728-4996 and vote yes for all 10 proposals before March 22nd. Thank you. Where we go one, we go all LFG. Woo. And folks, that that fellow's left a boost quite a few times. It's perfectly legitimate. Like it's not a scam or anything. That's why I read it. Otherwise I would have just skipped over, but he's left a boost uh, boost a few times in reference to helping DWAC out uh, as, as it pertains to stocks and Congress and those sorts of things. So if you own DWAC or TMTG stock, you may want to call that number and vote yes for the proposals. Uh, Real Deacon David, good to see you around, my friend, says, much love and blessings. It was Obama. seems to be a building trend lately. I pray we were at that phase where we will see the justice. I think it's coming close, my friend. I think we're getting there. We're certainly a lot closer than we were seven years ago, right? Um, so we've got to keep our heads up and keep fighting, man. Thank you for the support, as always, Deacon Dave. Uh, NAS fan says, the dice are rolling, baby. Can you feel it? Indeed. That's kind of what Joe was uh talking about the top of the show, the high vibe and kind of the energy a little bit higher recently feels good, man. Our good friend tattoo teacher, a regular says, absolute and stormy Joe know how to put on a great show. Fantastic intro. Thank you so much, my friend. Appreciate that. You are always so nice and so very complimentary. We appreciate you. Speckled boot says good thing you guys are on tonight. Snowstorm has <laughs> LOL has knocked out our satellite. Can't see Michigan primary results. Well, Trump beat the shit out of her. There's pretty much your Michigan primary results. Thank you. Thank you it's as up, well. i on the nuts right
6: now. Uh, 67.4 to 27.4 four so 40
5: on the nuts nice nice uh, and speckle boots is another regular as well thank you for the support we got freedom 76 speaking of regulars says it's been such a stressful day even show to play for the show you two bring a smile to my face thank you so much for sharing that with us my friend i'm glad we can help you kind of put your crappy day or stressful day to to a rest and help you kind of find a little bit of a uh, relaxation in your evening um JRP420 says, You guys are some of the best QD coders I've heard out there. You guys explain more and go into it and don't just spit out numbers. Appreciate it, my friend. Thank you very much. Another one of our uh, regular friends, Tone Ranger, says, In honor of the passing of Rothschild, here is some owl money for you. Please spend it fast before the hyperinflation. Blessings to the Eye of the Storm team for bringing meat seared with holy fire every week. (laughs) I love Tone Ranger, man. Thank you so much, my friend. We appreciate you. Uh, Miller Biz says, hi guys, I'm becoming a regular live viewer of your show. I like the way you paint pictures with your words because I'm usually driving or working with my hands and I can't usually view the screen. Awesome, my friend. And that's That was actually when me and Joe started the show before our very first episode, we said we're going to try to be as descriptive as possible with every dive and and take we get into for that reason, for people that can't necessarily sit there and watch the entire time. You can put it on as background noise and still listen. So thank you for pointing out that pointing that out, my friend. Uh, Colmar underscore 2000 says, sorry, but I'm new to this Q thing. Nothing to apologize for, my friend. How do I read the drops from start to finish? What post is the first one, and how do you know which post is next? I've got you covered, my friend. We're going to do a really fast little tutorial here for you. I hope you're watching. If not, you can always catch it on the replay. So give me a second to share my screen for you here. And what you're going to want to do is go to qag.news. That's Q-A-G-G dot N-E-W-S. Um, And you'll see it right there on your screen. And all you're going to do is when you, go, when you go to qag.news, it's going to pull the drops up already. It's going to have all the drops loaded. Um, and it, it puts them almost in. Uh, so the newest drop is first. It works its way all the way back to the oldest. What you're going to want to do is go to the top of your screen up here under um, the search bars. And you'll see it says digging options, sets, deltas. Go to sort and just click that, and it's going to reverse the order. And there you go, my friend. You can start reading at the very first drop and work your way all the way down through all 4,500-plus drops, and it keeps them in sequential order. Um, and you can even, off this website, you can download individual drops by clicking on these buttons up here. You can download and save the drops uh, as as images. And there's also qalerts.app, where you can download an entire PDF of all of the drops. I think you can do the same thing through QAG as well. It's a fanta- QAG is a fantastic... It's like... Not not to throw shade on anybody else, but QAG is the best Q research website. Um, so that that's the one I I personally use. is the easiest one to get around, the easiest one to explain to new folks how to find the drops and go through them and peruse them and search them. So I hope that helps, friend. And thank you so much for chiming in with the rant and, and for watching the show. I hope you enjoy it.
6: And one thing there, too, abs is, is you know we've been doing the. The Q review. So, if you go to the Eye of the Storm, you can watch our show too from the beginning, and you know we we break down ten or twenty of these each each episode. So, you could uh, find our Rumble Rumble channel and and go through them that way as well. But I would I would advise reading them yourself, doing some digging yourself, and then and then walking through with us.
5: Yeah, absolutely. Um, And you can, there's actually even over on the uh, Badlands uh, Media's Rumble under the Eye of the Storm playlist, there's an episode over there that's a Q Review special as well. And uh, actually, as a matter of fact, this Friday's episode will also be pre-recorded. Um, and I'm, I'm thinking I'm going to do another Q review special. It's either going to be a Q review special or an America first special. I don't know which, so maybe you guys let me know in the comments, which one you'd like to see on Friday, a Q review special or an America first special. I'll make sure you guys get what you ask for come Friday. Um, but those are the ways you can follow Q. And like Joe said, we started the show uh, from the very start on the drops. So you started episode one, start working your way through and reading the drops, along at the same time, and you'll find your way pretty quickly, my friend. So thank you for taking the time for the rant. <coughs> Excuse me, and thank you uh, most of all for joining us, and I'm glad you're enjoying the show, and hopefully um, you'll continue to learn more and more and see, see what this is all about for real and that it's not just a LARP and a kid in some uh, in his parents' basement, you know, like me and Joe like to say a lot. Uh, Jay Beam, another one of our regulars, says, the Snakehead Temple is creepy, but not as creepy as the H.R. Geiger-like sculpture behind his throne. Isn't that the truth? Yeah. <laughs> that sculpture is straight freaky a uh, goat herder with a Q did an interview with Zach on Friday, red pill news on your rancho book and prophecy. Please give it a watch. Ooh, that sounds interesting. I'll have to do that in this upcoming weekend. My friend, a uh, hex seven, another one of our regulars, says just putting the tip in the Donnie Baker joke before I go for the evening, catch the rest of the show in the AM. By the way, I think Biden is going to propose a half assed border solution in his address. I think that's probably where it's going to be some kind of half assed measure to make it look like he's trying. Um, and that catches us up on the rants. Oh, no, it does not. <laughs> <laughs> my fault. There's a couple more that, uh, they didn't scroll over here we go. Ultramo. Good to see you around, my friend says another great show. Thank you for all your hard and creative work. You're more than welcome. Thank you for taking the time to say so. Madadio says, I've been taking Fimbenazole since January 2021. Have not had as much of a cold since taking it. By the way, I'm almost 73 years old. Love your show, guys. Giddy up. Thank you so much for saying that, my friend. And um, you're right, man. I um I don't I don't take ivermectin regularly, but once I'd say once every six weeks or so. Um, I take it for about a week, five to seven days. And it just kind of, I don't know, man, you you do that kind of stuff in, in conjunction with taking proper vitamins and minerals every day. It's not going to be very easy to get sick, man. It turns out, um, despite what they said from 2020 onwards, your immune system actually works. It's a pretty incredible creation. It it kind of kills germs and helps you get better. It's amazing. Uh, thank you for the support, friend. Salt Muncher ODA and other regular says, great show as always, guys. Thank you, my friend. Glad you were enjoying it. Uh, Andrew, Angie K says, quick, y'all look at what Julie Kelly posted in Mike Davis. They are releasing J sixers. I'm going to have to go just check that out in a minute. I hope that wasn't like, I'm not saying that's you, Angie K, but I hope, I hope somebody isn't clickbaiting that shit. That would be awesome. If they are releasing J sixers, uh, Barb Naylor says, Phil Lyman for Utah, please help this flyover state get better. MAGA candidates in office, Utah politics need help. Ah, that's a good idea too. I should focus on, on a couple folks for, uh, Utah America first as well. We have a couple friends in our groups. We can reach out um, we can reach out and uh, get some heads up on who to feature from Utah. Um, so, yeah, man, those are all of our rants caught up. And real quick, before I get to these uh, these words from our sponsors, I wanted to bring this up as well. I mentioned it when we went over the the Prince Michael of Kent. Um, but uh, there he is. So <laughs> definitely there's a little bit of sauce in this dude being a really high-ranking Freemason. So That's definitely, yeah, yeah, just a little. Uh, definitely curious that his son-in-law just – ends up dead kind of mysteriously with no reason so folks please go down there and smash that like button for us we're going to take a quick break here a word from a couple sponsors when we come back we're going to get into Meme of the week so hang with us friends we'll be right back life is unpredictable friends if we've learned anything these last four years it's that and while we can't possibly predict everything that might be thrown at us we can prepare for it including two new emergency kits from the wellness company. The first aid emergency kit for everything from sports activities to camping trips. Compact and convenient, this kit contains critical prescription medications and supplies that everyone should have on hand. The travel emergency kit is specially designed for life on the go. Compact, lightweight, and loaded with essentials for any adventure. Whether it's a road trip, a hike, or just the unpredictability of daily life, you'll be ready. Next level readiness is at your fingertips with emergency kits from the wellness company. Stay one step ahead to have peace of mind for the unpredictable. Visit BadlandsMedia.tv slash TWC and use the promo code Badlands for an exclusive 10% discount. That's BadlandsMedia.tv slash TWC. Promo code Badlands. Welcome to the Badlands Media Shop, friends, where we've partnered with Patriot companies to offer products for just about every category of life. Browse the virtual shopping aisles and rest assured knowing that your purchases align with your values. Shop with peace of mind, avoiding woke companies with woke principles while supporting your favorite podcasters. Whether you're shopping for everyday household items or a unique gift for that special someone, skip the big box store, head over to Badlands Shop first and support a Patriot business and Badlands with every purchase. From boomerangs, yes, those boomerangs, to gun holsters, from children's books to pet food, we have just about everything and we're just getting started. Thank you, Badlanders, for your continued support and patriotism. We could not do this without you. That's badlandsmedia.tv slash shop. One more time, friends, that's badlandsmedia.tv slash shop. And let us here at Badlands remind you...
2: Everything woke turns to shit, okay? true. Sure.
5: Welcome back, friends, and it is indeed time for Memer of the Week. Joe, the floor is yours, my friend.
6: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, I've been I've been waiting to feature uh, Mimi's rope for for quite some time. Uh, whenever I put out, you know, a message about doing a special project, whether it's to support the show or if we have a special guest coming on or or we hit our hundred episode, anything like that. Uh, Mimi always steps up and provides uh, smasher smasher memes uh, mixes in cube mixes in humor mixes in you know really cool effects so just a w- wicked well-rounded uh, memer and you know I figure I had um, you know Jason and Keckmeister to kick off the show with uh, with the video that we did so uh, I figured this was a great kind of uh, book ending uh, for the memer of the week and you can find Um, Mimi's Rope on the top left there. So it's at memes world with a Q for the O on Truth Social. Um, On Twitter in the middle there, it's at rope underscore Mimi. And Telegram, memes world with a Q, ultra over there on Telegram. So Truth, Twitter, Telegram. And then when I was mentioning the 100th episode over here on the right, uh, chimed in with this smasher meme Took one of uh, Andy's background Put one of my avatars in it And put uh, Absolute in it So uh, Abs, would, uh, what you got to say Before we get rolling here
5: I love her work And I'm just going to give a disclaimer Before we get going through these That there are a few of these That just like about <laughs> split my ribs before the show I'm not guaranteeing that I won't Break into hysterical hyena laughter At a couple points in this memer of the week section There, there's your warning
6: so just to kick it off, like I already mentioned for the 100th episode, these were uh, two of the submissions, uh, took both of my, cue, uh, my cues that I was personally uh, included in, mixed it in with uh, the graphic on, on the left. Uh, I really, really, that one really stood out to me as, as uh, on, on when we collected all the memes from the 100th episode that that one was really, really well done. And I knew the one on the right was uh, a favorite of, of absolutes too with the whole crew there. So, um, what do you, what do you got on these abs?
5: Love both of these, man. I'm just now noticing that one on the right that they made me the, the sand trooper and look mm-hmm. as far as it goes in Imperial, um, hierarchy for the, their storm troopers and whatnot. Sand troopers are pretty high up the list, man. It's pretty badass. I'll, I'll take being a sand trooper any day of the week. Uh, love both of these man. Great work.
6: Great work. And then we got here, uh, it's time to do some Patriot shit. <laughs> and it's ready to go and then uh, on, on the right was the one from the uh the eye of the storm 100 episode two with uh with you and i and and uh, such staring down like uh kind of a um uh, fatality or something there
5: it also kind of reminds me of office space like from the printer's perspective before they give it that beat down so this this, this meme just gets high marks from me all around and then we
6: got our our uh our Rev Rev DQ made a, made an appearance here on the left. So, uh thanks for Mimi for mixing in a little Rev humor. And also I see on the right that it looks like Rev's in the back seat <laughs> in the back of the window there in that in that badass truck. What what do you have here, Rev?
5: <laughs> I love it, man. The Q truck that is that is that is a pretty sick ride. I would rock that pretty much everywhere that is that is amazing i love both of these man the uh given rev a, a properly deserved shout out as well through meme form it's awesome
6: so another besides the fact that um mimi is always always really supportive of the show the big the big news this week was around uh jacob rothschild and and i was looking for memes to post or or put on the show or talk about and, and uh, Mimi had the best one. So happy, happy Monday bankers. And, and they put that together because of the drop, like how we went to the cue board of all the banks that the banks that the Rothschilds owns. Lord Jacob Rothschild financier dies at 87. Um, and then uh obviously he's got uh <laughs> Pepe lighting up a cigar to that news. Oh no. <laughs>
5: I love Pepe just like, like time to party, Pe- friends. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> this is glorious. This is so <laughs> glorious. I can't even describe how glorious this is.
6: So the the uh, the movie's uh, three hundred, right? And they kick uh, the 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 this is Spartacus and the kick to the chest into the pit. But uh, why don't you say what a, a little bit about the Simpsons character and how that connects to uh, Jacob there?
5: So for those unaware, Matt Groening literally based Monty Burns off of Jacob Rothschild. So that makes this meme like 20 times funnier, man. This is absolutely hilarious. Like Pepe just over the like, don't you know where you are? This is Kekistan. Thump right in the chest. I love it. This is amazing.
6: Uh, (laughs) (laughs)
5: Damn it. (laughs)
6: commentary needed here.
5: Whew. Yeah, I don't think we need any commentary at all, man. Just this—I'll just, let you all enjoy it for like five more seconds, then I'll move on.
9: Apologize in advance.
5: <laughs> oh my goodness!
6: Some <laughs> some more uh, appropriate stuff here. Um, well, I I really liked um, the one on the right with the, the eagle dropping the red pill. And I, I believe that's the the nurse from uh, from from Batman with the uh, kek head. Uh, what what do you got going on here be, between the two of them?
5: Love them both, man. As as I noticed, uh, you pointed out at the beginning of the show or before the show, there the eagle dropping the red pills. I, lo- I love the um, the one on the left, the samurai with the dragon behind it. That is completely badass, man. I'm 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 here for Pepe Samurai, man. I need a Pepe Samurai action figure in my life. <laughs> <laughs>
6: I, I i think mimi did that yeah that that, that biden cone one before what with, with that news that we played earlier so mm. just hilarious good sense of humor you got the, <laughs> mixing the trump sneakers donkey con on biden with his his trademark just sucking on an ice cream cone with the trump stamp on his forehead love it all the way around and then of oh. course we got a orange orange trump going through the waves of the flag
5: man i don't know what's funnier the basketball on the ice cream cone or the trump stamp on his forehead man
0: my
10: god
5: all right i think i've got my stuff together again i'm good i'm good oh, enjoying the show here these are glorious absolutely glorious the punisher skulls all through the the storm over there the waves little dance a pepe on trump's shoulder with the popcorn q plus these are great these are absolutely great
6: Yep, the Trump smirks one of my favorite.
5: It's one of my favorites ever.
6: So I know we uh, uh touch base on this one too with um got the cute five twenty three checkmate uh, woven in with uh, the Punisher and chess and everything mixed in there of 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 beauteousness um, and then on the right just the eye popping Pepe the Great Awakening.
5: I love it. I love it. That one on the left is so badass, man. I love that. Like, the top part of that meme would absolutely be a sick banner for Twitter, true social, whatever, man. That is just outrageously sick. I love it. Yeah,
6: <laughs> uh, this is the way. This is the way.
5: <laughs>
0: yeah, this, sent
6: me. Mandalorian style. It's got Badlands on the shoulder, Punisher on the chest. Love it. I
5: could, I could see Boba Fett and, and Mando taking in some Badlands programming, you know? Like I'm, I'm pretty sure I could see Boba Fett being a Q guy. You know, he seems to be kind of, kind of a little, quite, kind of a little bit skeptical of official narratives and doesn't really like being told what to do. Like, pretty sure Boba Fett's in and on. Uh, and over there on the right, love that one too, man. Just fantastic work from our friend here, man. This, this is a fantastic pick for Meme of the Week. Yep.
6: Don't tread on. Don't tread on memes. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. And then over on the
5: right, some of all fears, fantastic stuff, man. It's, um, the world cannot handle the truth. This pill cannot be swallowed by most risk in painting this picture. Thank you. Says the sum of all fears. I remember that drop, man. Just, uh, people, a lot of people are waking up to it now, but many, many at the start of this didn't realize how evil this, this stuff is. We're up against man. Again, great work, friend.
6: <laughs> More samurai for real.
5: Yeah. Lo- love the one on the left, man. And frogs to destroy them. <laughs> um that's that's one of my fa- actually the the actual picture of that samurai is, is one of my favorites um and then over there to the right we know where the bodies are buried little peppy there in the background punish skull makes an appearance again fantastic work i anybody who's watched my videos or looked at my memes knows that i'm a big fan of layering and so all the layering that, that she's thrown into these memes man absolutely love it
6: be ready for the storm. Just thought this uh, this meme captured our show and captured how we kicked off the show with uh, r- uh riding the storm. Up.
5: Indeed, man. Love it. Simple. Right to the point. Be ready for the storm. I believe we are at this point, my friend. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Love that one on the right, man.
6: Looks like Trump as Batman punching Biden as Joker in the face. That's what I see.
5: Love it. Fantastic. Over there on the right, you got Trump's flip Trump's face up there in the storm clouds, Trump twenty twenty-four. I love it, man. Absolutely. Is that freaking Nick, Nikki right. Haley down on the bottom. I think so. Yes. That's it's uh that's
6: <laughs> <gets> swallowed up. <laughs> yeah, it's for Iowa. That's right. It, she put that together for Iowa, right? I
5: love it. Oh man, I bet Burning Bright would love that one over there on the right with with the mm-hmm. tiger
6: as opposed to the usual line. I
5: love it too. Over there on the left, Trump with the activated eyes, the Punisher, Semper Fidelis, man strong 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 portfolio this evening my friend these these are all just great
6: yeah and we're going to finish it up here we got floatus dorm and we got floatus with the pepe peeking out of the jacket and a little chump smirk (laughs) in the background (laughs) (laughs) i
5: love it man absolutely fantastic work this evening my friend um i mean really these were all just fantastic i'm looking uh for, for the first one here so i can there we go, there we go. So uh, th- thank you again, Mimi's uh, Mimi Ropes. That was uh, just fantastic work. And uh, like Joe said, uh, True Social. You can follow her at Memes World with a Q. That's M E M E S W Q R L D. And then over on Twitter, yeah, that's Twitter, at uh, Rope underscore Mimi. And then Telegram Memes World Ultra World again spelled with a Q. So thank you so very very much, friend. Awesome, awesome work. Great meme of the week this week, Joe,
6: as usual. Thanks for everything.
5: Absolutely, man. So we're going to move on now, my friends, to America First. And this week we are going to be featuring Carrie Lake. Um, kind of been hitting up some folks lately. The last couple America First, where it's like, damn, what took you so long to show them as America First? So we're going to go ahead and and do one of one, should have been one of my first. But you know, here we are. We're doing Kerry Lake now, uh, February twenty seventh. We're, we're finally getting around to Kerry Lake and America First. So here we go, my friends. America First.
0: American where at least i over free and i won't forget the men who died who gave that right to me and i gladly stand up next to you and the can hurt still today
5: and friends <clears throat> instead of the usual um accolades or what they stand for that i put on this i i didn't really feel like that was needed with carrie lake man i feel like most of us are fairly well aware how america first she is especially considering we've featured her every tuesday on this show since we started the show so um number one seemed fitting to have carrie be the america first uh feature this evening and number two would have seemed kind of overkill to list all of her america first stuff um on, on this particular graphic it, Number one it all wouldn't have fit Number two we're well aware of where she stands there So Joe I've went and found or actually uh, credit to Barbara She found the videos um, and sent them my way And I put them all together And um, <clears throat> put them into one video for us to uh, Sit here and watch Carrie for just about Six minutes be a pissed off mama bear Going to the deep state and throwing their stuff under the bus So is there anything else you want to add about uh, Carrie Lake Before we get into this my friend
6: Yeah let's let's just get into it with the videos And we can talk after Sounds good man Top- ARIZONA REPUBLICAN OFFICIALS TRY AND BRIBE FORMER GUBERNATORIAL CANDIDATE CARRIE no, Lake. I, I,
9: I'm, just, I, I'M JUST WONDERING WHY THEY
3: WOULD ALL LIE. YOU CAN MAKE ALL THE XENOPHOBIC COMMENTS YOU WANT.
8: BRING IT ON. Said THAT HARD TIMES CREATE STRONG MEN. WELL, THEY CREATE STRONG WOMEN, TOO, RIGHT? THEY CAME TO MY DOOR AND THEY TRIED TO BRIBE ME OUT OF GETTING OUT OF POLITICS. I CAME ON HERE THINKING WE WERE GOING TO TALK ABOUT THE ISSUES FACING ARIZONANS RIGHT NOW. It's terrible. Defunding our police. How do they come up with this stuff? They call her Trump in heels. We're on the final hill right now. And I'm not surrendering this hill. So we're going to do a tutorial in how fake, bogus, defamatory news is made. We are strong. We are the people. We'll save Arizona. We can do it together, Arizona, because God is with us. He's with us. When you're running for office, you can't always control who endorses you, but you can control whether you accept that endorsement. Not only did Ruben Gallego accept the endorsement from the Indivisible Project, but he accepted it with honor. This is a group that believes it's critical to defund police. Ruben's group once urged its members to call your local officials and tell them to defund your local police department. Ruben's group called to legalize all illegal immigration, and his group demands that we dismantle ICE. Can you imagine a country with no borders, no rule of law? That is the America that Ruben Gallego and his group of anti-cop open border radicals are striving to create. No borders, no rule of law. When people show you who they are, you must believe them. Ruben has spent his entire political career catering to this radical fringe of the Marxist left. In 2020, he attended an anti-cop rally outside of the Phoenix Police Department and he marched to defund the police. And Ruben Gallego once threatened our ICE agents with violence if they dared to enforce our nation's immigration laws. He told them, quote, you will not be safe. Those are his exact words this group endorsed Ruben Gallego because he's just as radical as they are. And guess who funds this group that Gallego is honored to be endorsed by? If you guessed George Soros, you'd be right. To the tune of almost $5 million, Gallego himself said that this group plays a crucial role in mobilizing voters around the issues that matter most. The issues that matter most to Gallego and Soros? defunding the police and abolishing America's border. That's scary. Ruben Gallego is George Soros' hand-picked puppet that he is using to spread his sinister, far-left agenda into our beautiful state. I won't let that happen. We are living with the horrific consequences of Joe Biden's open border. Our country is being invaded, and Ruben Gallego is lending aid and comfort to the radicals who want to codify that invasion. Both Ruben and this group are being funded by the usual suspects, Soros and his Open Society Foundation. We've seen how Soros' money destroys communities. Money floods in, police are driven out, and communities fall time and time and time again Arizona our state is too precious to allow this to happen here Ruben Gallego is just too radical for Arizona our common-sense America first agenda will help restore the peace and prosperity that Arizona families want and deserve I will always support our law enforcement officers and their families I will work tirelessly to secure the border. Each and every family deserves to live in a safe state. Each and every family deserves to live in a free state. Arizona, if you send me to the United States Senate, I will do everything I can to strengthen our state and nation. Together, we will bring strength and security back to America. A year ago, A year ago, I stood on this very stage and I told you that somebody had come to my house, come to my door and tried to bribe me to stay out of politics. He said he was representing some very powerful people back east. Did you all hear about that? They wanted me out of politics, just like they want President Trump out of politics, by the way. I keep thinking about that line, very powerful people back east, because he mentioned it a lot, that there were some very powerful people back east. Here's the problem. Wall Street has very powerful people back East who are making deals for them. Big Pharma has very powerful people back East making deals for them. Military industrial complex has very powerful people. You know what, I think it's about damn time that the people of this country, the American people, have some powerful people back East working for them. And come January, you and your families will have some powerful people back east fighting for you. Not for endless wars, not for big pharma, not for the big banks. I can name two powerful people back east who will work for you, and I know there's an army more. Donald J. Trump and Senator Kerry Lake.
5: And welcome back, friends. America first, Carrie Lake this evening. Joe, go ahead and uh, hand the floor over to you, my friend. What are your thoughts on Carrie Lake? I mean, I know, obviously, we know we both support Carrie Lake, but some of your thoughts on what may we may see from her moving forward and um, her connection with Trump, how much she hits the keyboard, things like that.
6: Well, you know, she has this long history uh, being on the other side, on the MSN, and, and I think she's utilized those skills that she developed being in, in um, the news format to our advantage. So it's kind of like she sharpened her sword for 20 years, learned all the tricks of the trade, but she's a great communicator and she takes no crap from anybody. And she knows how to quickly get to the point, phrase it in such a way that makes, like we started with uh, uh, earlier about the common sense bullet points that she had talked about. And it just really hits home. Um, you know, whether whether you're like her or not, you know, she comes across as very genuine, Really believable, and she come she comes uh, from a communication background, so she knows how to convey those points uh, very very succinctly. And she's just an impressive person. And like like she like she that that uh, that CPAC video she that was where she came out and said that somebody tried to buy her off, and nobody paid attention to it. And then then it later came out that that's exactly what happened. But the fact that she was like, "There's no money in the world," you know, "I'm doing I'm doing this like Donald Trump. I'm doing this for the country." Uh, and I, I really believe that she is. So uh, she has full full support from Donald Trump. They seem to be paired up. Uh, I think there's a bright future, whether that's through the Senate or some some other path. Uh, I just know that the future is very pri- uh, bright for. Her.
5: Yeah, I agree, man. I absolutely love Kerry. Um She's clearly America first. She's got Donald Trump's support. She's not swayed from him one bit. Um, she's been attacked pretty heavily. I think it's pretty clear that she's going to play a pretty important role moving forward. Um, we were told with their, you know, Q was asked very specifically, is is there plans in place for after Trump? And Q said, yeah. And I I have to imagine that Carrie Lake is part of that plan for after Trump. So we're talking 2028 20, and beyond at that point. Um, and I think she's going to be a very integral piece to the America First movement and conservative party moving forward. And, uh, you know, just folks who are voting, if you're in Arizona, make sure you, you, get her in office and Senate for you guys. Um, I think she can do a lot of big things from there. And um, I don't think it's, uh, I just don't think it's accident. She's ended up in that, that sort of position. You know, if you want to eventually vault somebody up to the white house, the Senate is usually the path they go through first. So very interesting things going on with her, man. Love, love Carrie. Love what she's doing for the people of Arizona and the people of this country, man. I think that she's going to play a very big role moving forward.
6: Awesome, man. Great job putting her all together.
5: Thank you, my friend. Well, that's going to uh, bring us around to the last segment of the show, and that is, of course, the queue and review. And this night, my friends, we are going to be hitting drops number 1186 all the way through 1200. So let's go ahead and get to it. And tonight, my friends, we start with drop number 1186, which came on April 19th of 2018. You may remember to lead off uh, Friday's episode was Q and the drop about Nancy Pelosi admitting going to North Korea in the past. So Q, Q is following up to that drop here. And he says, the importance of this cannot be expressed more clearly. Archive offline immediately. Offline only. Future events, re, Intel trip to North Korea will make heads roll. Pompeo, most senior official to visit North Korea since? Future proves past Q. So over on the right, you see the screen cap from an article Pompeo arrives in North Korea as anticipation builds over Trump's summit with Kim Jong-un. Below that, it says Secretary of State Mike Pompeo arrived in North Korea early Wednesday to nail down critical details for an upcoming summit between President Trump and North Korean leader Kim Jong-un, raising hopes that three American prisoners could soon be re- be released. Let's have a quick look at a video attached to uh, this this situation, friends.
2: When I make promises, I keep them. In fact, at this very moment, Secretary Pompeo is on his way to North Korea in preparation for my upcoming meeting with Kim Jong-un. Plans are being made. Relationships are building. Hopefully, a deal will happen. And with the help of China, South Korea, and Japan, a future of great prosperity and security can be achieved for everyone.
5: Sometimes I just really miss the way he said China. Um, <laughs> uh, but on a serious note, friends, so the important thing here is, um, you know, when putting the, the review together for this evening, obviously, when I put the reviews together, I, I go to the boards themselves and look through the threads and see what's been found and kind of like you know, do my own thing. But when I was digging through on this one, when Q had said Pompeo, most senior official to visit North Korea since since Pelosi had said she had the nons were kind of thrown for that one at the time, because um, actually the, the latest official, the most senior official to visit North Korea since Pelosi had been Madeleine Albright. But that really has nothing to do with all this. Right. Um, so Q immediately noticed under Pompeo, most senior official to visit North Korea since. And under that, he put, puts future proves past. And that was because it was after this drop that Pompeo goes to North Korea. So Q is again telling you here that Pompeo is about to go to North Korea and meet with Kim Jong-un on basically behalf of Donald Trump. And this is clearly before Trump's big meeting with, with Kim Jong-un. Um, and this one kind of it's just another one of those. Don't know about you, dude, but I don't know where the Secretary of State's going to be going ahead of time or who he's going to be meeting with. I'm totally sure a kid in the basement (laughs) is going to have access to that information. What do you think, Joe?
6: Yeah, yeah, I I get that information all the time.
5: And what what came of that situation was kind of a precursor of what was to come when Trump met with with Kim Jong-un. And that was uh, after Pompeo met with Kim Jong-un, North Korea frees three American prisoners ahead of a planned Trump-Kim summit. Pyongyang, North Korea. In a gesture that appeared to set the stage for a a landmark summit between President Trump and Kim Jong-un, North Korea released three American prisoners into the custody of Secretary of State Mike Pompeo during his visit here Wednesday. Trump made the announcement in a morning tweet as Pompeo flew the three men out of Pyongyang on his government plane, saying they were in good health and that he planned to meet with them or meet them upon their arrival early Thursday at Joint Base Andrews outside of Washington. The secretary is, quote, in the air and on his way back from North Korea with the three wonderful gentlemen that everyone is so looking forward to meeting. Trump wrote, very exciting. He called it in a follow up tweet. So Q was kind of a little bit of foreshadowing going on here that uh, Pompeo was not only going to go over there, but there was going to be some future proofs passed in here. And part of it was these hostages being released as well. Um, Joe, anything else to add on to this? No, man. Moving on to drop number 1187. This was April 19th, 2018 as well. And Q is quoting an Anon here. Anon had replied and um, taken some stuff from the article that Q had shared a few drops prior about Pelosi and what she had said. Um, and the important part that the Anan had quoted said, when we went to Pyongyang and we talked about missiles, we talked about MIAs and POWs, we talked about home, we talked about a number of subjects, but about the missiles, because the development of missiles was a national security issue of concern, Pelosi said. They said, look, we just make these to sell. You want to buy them? We'll sell them to you, she said. Um, so North Korea offering to sell Nancy Pelosi ballistic missiles there. And then Q says down there. Uh, In response to that, the words used are Intel and buying selling will bury her. Think net worth class level highest Q. What Q is saying there is you may remember from early drops when Q was pointing toward Nancy and her insider stock trading and getting you to start paying attention to certain senators and certain congressmen and their net worth versus what a senator or congressman average uh, averages on a yearly basis. And you start realizing that quite a few of them are way off. And one of the things you notice is that insider stock trading certainly plays a role, but it doesn't explain all of it. The other thing he was pointing toward here is these people have been given money to sell out their country. That's that's part of it. He's pointing toward that with Pelosi here saying that, uh, look, she wasn't like North Korea may have been offering to sell her missiles, but that wasn't a one way street. Um, and of course, we've touched upon the North Korea situation with um, SpaceX at the time and Obama and North Korea gaining nuclear capabilities quickly and the mountain collapse after Q and Trump came into the picture and all of that. It's a very complex situation that uh, you'll see coming up soon in the drops after Trump meets with Kim. Um, Trump got in there and like North Korea was a puppet state for the deep state for ages. They were basically kept in the back pocket as a thing that could start World War three in that region if they wanted to. And Trump got in there and immediately like cut those puppet strings. And Q told us that about Kim as well. And you saw it like, you saw the, the public actions and the outward actions from Kim almost immediately after meeting with Trump. He seemed almost a very different person. And North Korea started turning into a very kind of uh, not immediately a different country, but they started going on a different trajectory of where they had been. Um, and so I do think eventually we'll see that country kind of get freed up in the long run as well. But that's ultimately what Q is pointing toward here is that, look, she was she was going over there meeting about selling out the United States. It wasn't just simple uh, visits to talk diplomacy. Anything else to add, Joe?
6: No, it's just amazing that she flat out says, hey, look, we make these things for, for people to buy. And like Q hits that and is like, that kind of statement will bury her, you know? <laughs> it's
5: like, like the the Michael Scott cringe reaction from The Office, you know, just like, oh, <laughs> she said the quiet part way out loud.
6: <laughs> yeah. Say that again like you like to play. <laughs> Yeah,
5: yeah, say that one more time. Exactly how you just said it. Drop 1188, April 19, 2018 says engineers, data mine, NP plus one plus five, all architects, build profile, one XD times seven, all eyes only. Q. My take on this one, Joe want yours as well as my take on this is um, Q is pointing toward the stuff that had been going on in North Korea you got to think Google Eric Schmidt the networks that have been built to communicate with one another kind of off the record but trading back and forth state secrets and um, providing North Korea with the capability to build nukes and create nukes and all of that surrounding North Korea I think that's part of what Q is uh, pointing at right here I think part of this is going to be a future proves past as well I didn't see a whole lot in my travels putting the review together about what this drop was pointing toward or what it related to at the time. And I didn't see anything in some digs around that time frame either. So my best guess is it's related to how things were set up for the communications with North Korea from the Obama admin, people of that like, and things pertaining to that situation. What's your take, Joe?
6: Yeah, there's going to be, if we, if we haven't crossed it yet, that famous picture in the Q drops of uh, Eric Schmidt in North Korea with Kim, and they're like looking at the computers and everything. And I think this is part of what they're talking about here. Like they have this whole like backs, back uh yeah. database that they can communicate each, with each other in the deep state all built out.
5: I'm pretty sure that drop is um I think that's coming up, it's relatively soon actually. So moving on, friends, Getting to drop number eleven eighty nine. This is on April nineteenth, twenty eighteen as well, and anon shares a tweet from breaking nine one one. This is man linked to nine eleven attacks on U S captured in Syria. Pentagon says. And the Anon says, lads, why would someone connected to 9-11 be in Syria? Pick related. And Q replies and says, who captured? And the person captured was Mohammed Haydar Zamar. He is a uh, Syrian German militant who served as an important al-Qaeda recruiter and is currently a member of the Islamic State. He claims to have recruited many of the organizers of the September 11, 2001 attacks. He was detained in Far Palestine. A video believed to be taken in early 2014 places him listening to a speech by Abu Ali al-Anbari, the number two in Islamic State in Aleppo, Syria zanmar was recaptured by members of the kurdish people's protection units in march 2018 near the village of darnage in del azor he is currently being held in a prison in Qamishli, northern syria from where he gave an interview to the washington post in november 2018 so remember, q had been shining the light on mccain's uh tomfoolery and foolishness in syria and the syrian gas attacks and we had the the Q telling you about the B1 strikes at the whole thing that Q's went over with Syria at this point, right? So now Q's shining the light on... So why was a guy attached to recruiting the 9-11 hijackers in Syria? What what exactly was he doing there? Who was he there to meet? Um, This is only the beginning of Q shining the light on this, but Joe, is there anything else you want to add on to this, man? No, man. Coolio. Moving on, my friends. We get to drop number 1190. And this was April 19, 2018, as well. And and Anon shares uh, pictures from the Associated Press, tweets from the Associated Press. And these tweets are talking about memos that came out at this time. It says, Breaking Memo. Trump told Comey he had, quote, serious reservations about former National Security Advisor Michael Flynn's judgment. The next one says, Breaking AP obtains memos. Drafted by former FBI Director James Comey on interactions with President Donald Trump. And Q replies and says, memos are fake. Guided by Loretta Lynch, plus three classification. Thanks, Supreme Court. All written same time, Q. Uh, you guys may remember Q pointed toward the fact that that infamous tarmac meeting between the Clintons or Bill Clinton and, and Loretta Lynch. Loretta Lynch was promised a Supreme Court spot if Hillary Clinton won. Um, if she kind of towed the line and did what she was told to do. And this is part of that. These memos that she wrote up are completely fake and they were written with the prospect of burying Donald Trump with this Russia collusion stuff and her payback or, or payout would have been a spot on the Supreme Court. And that's what Q's pointing toward here, that these memos, these things, the Associated Press is breaking completely 100 percent false. Anything else to add, Joe? Nope. <clears throat> Drop number 1191. This is carrying on of the two drops prior. Um, and anon shares a screen cap from an article t- when Q had said who captured the Anon answers it. And so from the article it says man linked to 9-11 attacks on U.S. captured in Syria, Pentagon, a man linked to the September 11, 2001 attacks on the United States who was said to have praised violent jihad was captured in Syria by U.S.-backed forces more than a month ago, the Pentagon said on Thursday. We can confirm that Mohammed Haydar Zamar, a Syrian-born German national, was captured more than a month ago by SDF, Syrian Democratic Forces Partners, as part of their ongoing operations to defeat ISIS inside Syria, Pentagon spokesman Eric Powerhouse said, using an acronym for Islamic State. Oh, so this dude was there working along ISIS, who we had pictures of John McCain being in cahoots with, and this guy also had links to 9-11. That's really dasting. So about the wrinkled... To shit, United States flag that was on McCain's coffin. <laughs> anyway, I digress. The Syrian Democratic Forces are an alliance of militias in northern and eastern Syria. We are working with our SDF partners to obtain additional details, Bahan said. The 9 11 Commission report, a congressional account on the 2001 attacks, said Zamar was an outspoken, flamboyant Islamist who extolled the virtues of violent jihad. It said Zamar reportedly had taken credit for influencing Ramzi can't pronounce that one, who was accused of wiring money to September 11th hijackers and passing information to Al-Qaeda operatives and Mohammed Atta, who led the attack on the World Trade Center in New York City. U.S. officials have said that there are hundreds of foreign fighters and thousands of Syrian Islamic State militants in SDF custody. And down there at the bottom, Q says, what makes a good movie? Q, which is kind of relevant for where we're at right now with a lot of the things we're seeing. But uh, the implication here being, yeah, this is uh, par for the course, man. And that? We're going to see more from this, I do believe, man. I think more will come out as it relates to the serious situation, and everything going on there. Joe, what's your take on on this drop?
6: Yeah, I mean, it's it's going to uh, spiderweb out from here as as you go along here. So there's just more to come.
5: Yeah, most definitely. This this will eventually lead into the the John McCain stuff too, which is yep. pretty crazy when we get there, friends. Um, here we see uh, uh, yeah. fond
6: memories, fond memories here.
5: Yeah. Oh man. I had fun putting this part of this review together. Believe me. Uh, drop number 11 and two, 1192, uh, April 19, 2018. Q says Q and a five minutes Q. And this is Q letting the boards know that he's going to be having a Q and a Q&A in five minutes. So moving on to drop number 1193, we see the, the, the Q and a begin, and this is a relatively short Q and a, and we do get longer ones later down the line, but it's still kind of fun to, to, to see these Q and A's. They were fun to see in real time, whether or not your question got answered. Uh, so drop 1193, April 19th, 2018. And anon on says Hillary Rodham Clinton, uh, dark web video, fake news. Q says fake. We control Q. So a couple things to that one, Joe. Um, the first is Q seems to confirm that a dark web video of Hillary does in fact exist, but he also seems to confirm that when it's released, it'll be at our doing. And it's not from any of these insider accounts or any of these deep websites you're seeing claiming it to be that video that it's not that it's fake anything else you want to add on here my friend
6: i don't know if he says it coming up but he's like what do you want us to do put it up on times square you know (laughs) right yeah he's like we control it you know we we uh we'll 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 do with it as we as as we see fit but yeah it's not it's not coming out just like uh you know by by on the dark web like this is talking about
5: yeah basically Moving on drop 1194 and Anon says federal reserve ending. Q says structure. Q, so Q seems to infer there that it's not going to end, but it's going to be restructured. Hey, Joe, what happened in the March of 2021 there? Or was it 2020? What what was it Trump did there? It was 2020. What did Trump do there in March of 2020? It was kind of folded the, the reserve into the treasury or some such thing, didn't he? Kind of. Yeah,
6: there, there's something on that. And then, uh, today's news as well. You know, um, you know, these are linchpin people that were uh, that are getting tapped out of of Senate, uh, people that were the families behind the central banking system and everything like that. So uh, yeah. we, we saw a little restructure here yesterday. So more to yeah. come.
5: Most definitely friend. Most definitely. Moving on. Uh, and Anon says this is drop number 1195 says when will we find out about Seth rich and Las Vegas? And Q says, Seth Rich connect to DNC, MS-13, Julian Assange. Why did the Democrats push legal representation on family? June ETA, Q. Um, Joe, I'll, I'll let you run with this one first because the June ETA, the Julian Assange, the MS-13 and Seth Rich stuff um, is w- kind of one of your wheelhouses, man. What, what's your take on this one?
6: Well, I think he was just, uh, just laying out that Seth Rich had the had the thumb drive. That was the information that was given to uh, Assange. Um, and then Q makes it seem as if there was a an MS13 connection to Seth Rich's murder. So people go back and forth: were were those people set up uh, to do it, or did they do it? Um, so like Seth Seth Rich, they they frame it as that he was you know robbed or whatever. Yet nothing was taken. And then two MSN-13 guys were found dead not too far away. And, you know, some people think that, you know, it was probably more of like a, a spook on, on uh, our side that did all this and then framed the uh, the um, MS-13 guys. And that's how they ended up dead was to have like a, a, a patsy, if you will. And that's probably what happened. And then obviously, you know, that connects to Assange and um you know Q has pointed to this June uh estimated time of arrival. So hopefully that's June 2024. That's what I'm hoping for. There's as we were covering earlier uh with uh show one hundred and things of that nature, was there was a lot of Assange news about extradition and things like that.
5: Yeah, most definitely, man. We we'll have to see how it unfolds moving forward. But um yeah, I think Q was <clears throat> this was most definitely a future proves past kind of answer, but We did get things relatively, like you said, shortly after this drop about MS-13 and their connection to all that. So um, Q wasn't exactly misleading anybody with this drop either. He's telling you soon, and news did come out relatively shortly after this. So thank you, Joe. 1196, this one's pretty simple. And anon says, will Europe really be broken from its chains too? Q replies and says, worldwide, Q. So Q is basically, I'd say on a a scale of 1 to 10, Q threw about, a level three snark right there with the ww was kind of like when we said you know where we go one we go all worldwide we meant it i mean it's really interesting when you're looking what's what's going on with the royal family right now man we've actually got a comment um in the chat from kristen0620 says thomas kingston died today i mean you were talking about that a little bit ago and um i didn't know he was also the cousin of king charles so just uh you know was it related to rothschild we don't know it's just really crazy what we're seeing unfold right now especially with this. Uh, will real Europe really be broken from its chains to Q&A question coming up? The Q&A question coming up about the Federal Reserve. Um, very interesting timing there, man. And, and of course, earlier tonight, what did you have? Timing is everything. So pretty crazy, man. Pretty crazy stuff. Yeah. Moving on to 1197. Um, and, and Anon says, will election fraud be revealed soon? Q says, sure. yes, midterms are safe. Watch California, Q. And, of course, if you remember the 2018 mis- midterms, we got exactly what we were after in those midterms. And Q told you as such. And Trump told you as such after the fact. And in, insofar as election fraud being revealed soon, I'd say since 2018, it's been revealed to a massive degree. Joe, what would you say?
6: Yeah, it's probably the slowest moving train of all time. But yeah, it's uh it's being shown, it's been shown heavily for the last six years.
5: Yeah, it's like it's it's moving at the speed of a freight train being pulled by one of those poor bastards with a rope around his neck and just like it's it's moving slow, but it's moving. Um, Mm -hmm. And I do also think there is going to be like some sort of a a court related kind of mass unveiling of election fraud at some point, too. I don't I don't see how we can move into fully trusting our elections again as a nation, as a country, unless something of that magnitude happens. I'm not trying to like happening or date fag, but I think something like that happens at some point man 1198 q says q a again time limited keep up the good fight q so q is basically ending the q a saying we'll have another one again time was limited today keep up the good fight pretty pretty self-explanatory on that one friends 1199 q goes back to the q a real quick and says answer question re seth rich seth rich june julian assange now and then dropped a link and says coincidence q um, I'm gonna go ahead and play the video real quick, and then we'll read the uh, the points that I've I've put on the graphic there, friends. Let's have a look at the video.
4: I want to hit something else that's happening today, and this is the Democratic National Committee lawsuit. I'm sure you've seen this. They're suing Russia for a multi-million dollar amount uh... over the campaign alleging that russia the trump campaign and wikileaks conspired to disrupt the this, election the, this
10: is the democratic national committee yeah this is which, the dnc which, which refused to allow the fbi to look at their servers
4: even though they say they were hacked
10: so let, let's be clear here the first test for the and, uh, dnc should be open up the servers and allow the fbi why, to look why by at the
4: it? way do you we were talking about this on the last hour of outnumbered that that you know it, it seems like just such a huge lack of transparency But why not let us take a look at, and not us, the wider public, let investigators take a look at what's on those servers?
10: Oh, I think because they've probably done things that they can't have become public. And and Donna Brazile, in her book, was devastating about the degree to which the Democratic National Committee had totally inappropriately become an extension of the Clinton campaign against Bernie Sanders.
4: Yeah.
10: I mean, all of that's there. I I think someday somebody will write a book entitled Mess. (laughs) <laughs> it will cover from the beginning of the Clinton case up through wherever we're eventually going to end up. And oh that's goodness. what it is. It's a mess.
4: My, my first days of motherhood might be on that list, too. <laughs> Speaker, I don't know. Real quickly, before I let you go, what do you make of, uh, you know, because in some observer circles they're saying, well, what is it with the, with the other side of the political aisle in the sense from you that you had Hillary Clinton and a secret server and you've got the DNC not wanting to hand over its servers even, so, even though it was hacked? They were hacked by Russia.
10: Well, we don't know if they were hacked by Russia or not. They were hacked. They were hacked. And, and, uh, or somebody walked out with it uh, and it didn't get, didn't get hacked. Somebody just, just took it, put it cough, on the Cough, cough, Seth hacked. Rich. We don't know. But I think you couldn't, I've, I've written a number of novels. You could not write a novel that described Hillary Clinton's behavior and the DNC behavior and then how it was totally messed up by the Justice Department. I mean, it's clear that she broke the law over and over and over again. It's clear that they were doing things that were totally against the law. And it's astonishing how they were protected by Comey and others. Uh, And I think that ultimately all that will gradually come out because the American system does have this amazing capacity to just grind away.
5: God, I hate it when Newt Gingrich says things I agree with. Um, So there you have Cue pointing toward this right here, and, and the implication being, let me let me go through this stuff first here. The, the headline reads, the Democratic Party files suit alleging conspiracy by Trump campaign in Russia and WikiLeaks to sway the 2016 election. This is laughable at best. The Democratic Party on Friday filed a multi-million dollar federal lawsuit against Trump campaign officials, the Russian government, and WikiLeaks alleging a widespread conspiracy to tilt the 2016 election to Donald Trump's favor. Calling it an all-out assault on our democracy, there's that Fucking buzzword again. God, them and their assaults on our democracy. My goodness. Uh, The Democratic National Committee filed the civil or Democratic Committee filed the civil suit in federal district court in Manhattan. This amounts to another legal broadside related to the 2016 race on top of the special counsel's ongoing Russia probe and the FBI raid on Trump's personal attorney last week. The conspiracy constituted an act of previously unimaginable treachery. Re, The campaign of the presidential nominee of a major party in league with a hostile foreign power to bolster its own chance to win the presidency, the suit states. Donald Trump replied uh, in a tweet and said, Just heard the campaign was sued by the obstructionist Democrats. This can be good news in that we will now counter for the DNC server that they refused to give to the FBI, the Debbie Wasserman Schultz servers, and the documents held by the Pakistani mystery man and the Clinton emails. So basically, they walked straight up, backwards, bent over, pants around the ankles, just <laughs> right into exactly what Trump wanted them to do. And Q gets on to that next in our last drop of the day. And Anand mm. had replied to that prior drop about the article with the, the lawsuit and said, bait. Um, And then another Anon replies to that and says, amazing, they are literally opening the door for you to drop all the information as evidence in a court of law. Where we go one, we go all. And Q replies and says, they fall for it every time. And he's replying to the bait uh, comment with that one. And then under that, the amazing, they are literally opening the door for you to drop all the information as evidence in a court of law comment. Q replies to and says, how do you legally dot, 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 dot. Um, So Q basically saying, they, they baited them into the lawsuit and the lawsuit's you know, led to discovery and led ultimately we saw that Russia Russia gate was complete bullshit. And it was, it was a hoax cooked up by these folks and Q's basically telling you they're walking in a trap after trap after trap, which I think we've seen ever since. And we still see to this very day, Joe, what what do you have to add on uh, to this drop in the one prior?
6: No, it's, it's, uh, it's everything that we're saying here. It's just leading up to what you got going on in the threads coming up.
5: Yeah, it's uh it was interesting because even, even Newt Gingrich said there that, um you know if if you're if you're writing a book like you just can't like i mean you know it's uh and we had a drop tonight where q says what makes a great movie it's just yeah. pretty crazy my friends and that's going to do it for the q and review for the evening which brings us to the end of eye of the storm episode number 102 the first things first things first before we start wrapping this show up we got to give a thanks to the less than five and that would be starting bottom right tonight the one and only at rev dq thanks for all your help buddy you are much, much appreciated. Same can be said for at Kim underscore Sacks one, one of the nicest and smartest people around. Upper right up there is at Shannon Armenis, uh, my, my video making buddy. Shannon is awesome and equally as intelligent as everybody else in this group. And last but not least, tonight this evening, my wife, the beautiful at BJJ Woman Warrior seven seven seven. Thank you for your help in helping me to put the reviews together and put the show together and your support of me while I do all of these shows and all of this work for Badlands. She seriously never complains about it, never it just does whatever she can to help me at all times, man. I I don't think I'd be able to do as much as I'm, I'm doing currently without her behind me. So, Uh, first, uh, want to go ahead and and hit these rants. Then Joe, I'm going to turn it over to you for your closing words of the day. First rant. We got B. Jerbs says, as my go-to Q experts, can you tell me if the post predicts some catastrophic black swan event between now and the November election? Thanks for all you do. First off, thank you for, for the rant and for, uh, thanking us. We thank you as well for your support. We're more than happy to, to do what we do, my friend, um, to answer your question, he didn't specifically predict it. No. And he certainly didn't give a date for any such thing either, but there have been all sorts of comms and kind of things pointing towards something going down on that day or around. I'm not going to say yes or no, but Q made plenty of mentions to see something, say something. Q made plenty of mentions of false flags and keeping your eyes out for them. We know that and I brought this point up on badlands daily today that, um, look, the biggest proof you need right now to know that elections are safe and secure, especially, you know, leading into the 2024 general, um, number one, we've heard from Trump and Flynn multiple times that this election is safeguarded, and that we're taking our country back in November, right? Um, number two, the biggest clue you need to know that the elections are safeguarded is that if they knew, if the deep state knew, they still controlled elections, why are they putting in so much time and effort to keep Trump from running? Why are they hitting him with all these lawsuits? Why are they trying to get him removed from ballots? If they knew they could just steal the election, they just let the election go off without a hitch and steal it from him again. No, it's because they know that they can't steal the election. They're trying to do anything they can to stop him. And to me, it makes perfect sense that one of those things maybe in the cards is trying to set something off that would preempt the election. And like I said, on daily today, like if a pandemic didn't stop the election, you got to kind of go bigger scale than that to think of what might go down to to maybe try to preempt the election. We don't know. I mean, me and Joe, we we just read the drops and try to connect them to things going on. And like, I I honestly don't know what's going to happen or when, when it's going to happen, but I don't, I don't think it's going to necessarily be a clean run-up to the election either, if that makes sense. What's your take,
6: Joe? Um, Q mentions uh, at the precipice is where, you know, big changes occur, and I don't think we've hit that precipice. So what that is, I'm not sure I've theorized that we'll get into, like, a nuclear standoff event with with Russia and or China, um, or maybe it goes all the way to Election Day. And I I heard um, today that people are kicking around the idea that, Democrats might not certify the election. So, so, so let's see, let's just kind of see what happens. Yeah,
5: most definitely my friend. Um, And then we've got uh, Delia saying the key review started at 17 minutes past the hour. Nice. (laughs) I I promise you, I didn't plan that, but I will absolutely positively take it. Uh, So friends that's uh, that's going to do us for the evening. Thank you guys. So very, very, very much for joining us this evening. Me and Joe appreciate you guys more than we say. I'm going to ask you, rather bug you, almost damn near beg you one more time to please go down there and smash that like button for us. You guys have been awesome about it so far. You guys are absolutely the best. And to leave you out tonight, I mentioned I had uh, my patent video for you folks. It's been quite some time since I played it on this show. And I said there was some context and background to it. And you guys who watch the show can clearly tell I'm somewhat of a nerd Um, and one of the things that me and Barbara do to have fun together and and get some time away from all this stuff is we maybe once a month or so go hit a couple comic book shops in the area and we did that this past Saturday and she found like wife of the year kind of find at the comic book store and I'd almost walked out like without getting it I saw it in the store but just assumed it was a regular 12 inch G.I. Joe figure and I was like yeah I don't really collect G.I. Joes so that's it's cool but no and then she kind of stopped me and she was like are you are you going to get that? And I was like, no, it's a G.I. Joe. And she's like, it's not just a G.I. Joe. It's General Patton. And I was like, oh, God, I almost failed big time. And it indeed was. So you can kind of see it up top there on my on my hutch. But this is what it actually looks like. And it's pretty <laughs> it's pretty bitching, dude. Um, it's even got his patch and like his little dog and he's he's got his gun. It's it's awesome, man. Um, So I figured, hey, you know what? Um, Got a wink and a nod from the universe toward General Patton the other day. So I'm going to go ahead and Give Patton a wink and a nod back to end eye the storm this evening, my friends. So I hope you guys, if you haven't seen this video, I hope you enjoy it. If you have seen it, then I hope you enjoy seeing it again. Um, Joe closing words for our friends out there this evening, my friend.
6: So thanks again. How we started off the show was that, that video riding the storm out. Keckmeister and Jason over there in truth. Social helped me uh, put that together. And I've seen in the uh, night shift threads tonight that that also was a kind of a special birthday present for at, s-o-r-a 120 sora 120 happy birthday so shout out from eye of the storm i hope you enjoyed the show and the video and the uh, time and effort keckmeister and, and jason tried to put together something special for the eye of the storm audience and, and for your birthday in particular so great job everybody really appreciate the effort more videos to come in the future and uh god wins
5: well said my friend and as always i'll build off you're saying god wins and echo that sentiment say folks keep your chin up keep your head up keep fighting keep your faith and hope keep moving your feet forward you know keep your uh just keep your hope and faith man just don't give up remember that god wins and uh we've all kind of been chosen to be here for this this moment in time so thank you guys so very 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 much for your love and your support thank you guys for all that you do for us and all the kind words you give us remind you guys one more time please go down there and hit that like button for us and you can catch us right back here friday evening at nine o'clock eastern time for episode number 103 of eye of the storm friends we'll see you then guys take
1: care bye-bye i want you to remember that no bastard ever won war by dying for his country you want it by making the other poor dumb bastard die for his country. Men, all this stuff you heard about America not wanting to fight, wanting to stay out of the war, is a lot of horse dumb. Americans traditionally love to fight. All real Americans love to sting of battle. You kid. You all admired the champion marble shooter, the fastest runner, big league ball players, the toughest boxers. Americans love a winner and will not tolerate a loser. Americans play to win all the time. No, for men lost and laughed. That's why Americans have never lost and will never lose a war, because the very thought of losing is hateful to America. Now, an army is a team. It lives, eats, sleeps, fights as a team. This individuality stuff is a bunch of crap. The bilious bastards who wrote that stuff about individuality for the Saturday Evening Post don't know anything more about real battle than they do about fornicating. Now, we have finest food, and equipment, the best spirit, and the best men in the world. You know, thank God, I actually pity those poor bastards we're going up against. By God, I do. We're not just going to shoot the bastards. We're going to cut out their living guts and use them to grease the treads of our tanks. We're going to murder those lousy hun bastards by the bush. Now, some of you boys I know are wondering whether or not to chicken out under fire. Don't worry about it. I can assure you that you will all do your duty. The Nazis are the enemy. You wade into that fill their blood shoot them in the belly when you put your hand into a bunch of goo that a moment before was your best friend's face you know what to do now there's another thing I want you to remember I don't want to get any messages saying that we are holding our position we're not holding anything let the Hun do that. We are advancing constantly, and we're not interested in holding on to anything except the enemy. We're going to hold on to him by the nose, and we're going to kick him in the ass. we We're going to kick the hell out of him all the time, and we're going to go through him like crap through a goose. Hmm. There's one thing that you men will be able to say when you get back home. You may thank God for it. Thirty years from now, you're sitting around your fireside with a grandson on your knee, and he asks you, what did you do in the great World War II, you won't have to say, well, I shoveled shit in the jam. All right, now you sons of bitches, you know how I feel. I will be proud to lead you wonderful guys into battle anytime, anywhere.
8: That's all.
5: To that end, keep alert with all perseverance, making supplication for all the saints, and also for me, that words may be given to me, and opening my mouth boldly to proclaim the mystery of the gospel, for which I am an ambassador in chains, that I may declare it boldly, as I ought to speak, in Jesus' name, Ephesians 6, 10-20, the whole armor of God.
1: Okay, we're going
2: in! Go, go! Move. You didn't do anything wrong.
1: Because he's the hero Gotham deserves. But not the one it needs right now. So we'll hunt him. Because he can take it. Because he's not our hero he's a silent guardian a watchful protector
5: but not friends first off thank you so very much for joining us we truly and deeply appreciate your continued support and love shown to us here at badlands media don't forget to hit the thumbs up on this video and help get this show on the rumble leaderboard Another way you can support Badlands for free, become a Badlander. How do you do that? Head on over to badlandsmedia.tv, click connect from the top menu, and then click be a Badlander. Once you're registered, you can download clips from your favorite Badlands shows to share on your social media accounts. You can also print out flyers and stickers that you can hand out at an event and more. Let's keep growing our community because we are the news now and we take that very seriously. Thank you again from Badlands for your support
4: and your love. It is appreciated more than you know.